talking earlier about uh, before we start recording about drinks, mm-hmm. uh, like co- good cocktails. I had a good, a good nostalgic cocktail uh, last Friday. It was the Hanky Panky. You know what the Hanky Panky? You go to Pins and Needles? No, I did. I went to the Winchester. Oh, <laughs> I love that place. Yeah, I, I went the there. I, well, I was looking. I watched the movie Cocktail a couple weeks ago, and I think that movie's hilarious. I don't yeah. know if you've okay. ever seen it. Got the no. hippie hippie shake. Yeah. Oh, there's so much funny dancing from Tom Cruise in the mid '80s. Uh, but they, they they like they're cocktail people. So I was like, Have you not think. Have you not seen Cocktail? No. It's one of those movies where you're like. Who signed off on this? Yeah, okay. but you can't how did they get Tom Cruise in it? But I've seen it forty times. <laughs> Is a, it from the eighties? I think like mid late eighties or early nineties. Okay, okay. You know? I'm really the, bad with movies. I'm gonna warn you like ahead of time. So I mean, I'm gonna try. Well, I'm but. gonna be way more quiet than I usually am. Then no, you can <laughs> talk. I, I'm just saying I'm just gonna listen and absorb. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, I haven't seen. Cocktail. Thoughts on Thor two? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I've got there yet. Thor oh, four, cool. more Thor. Are you excited? <laughs> Well, the yeah. hanky, I want to describe to you guys what the hanky panky is. Yeah, Because yeah, the people at the Winchester, they were awesome. They made the drink. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's like an ounce and a half of uh, gin, ounce and a half of sweet vermouth, and then like a couple dashes of fernet. Oh, and like God, it's, fernet. It's yeah. a sturge. You stir it, and then you, it's like a little martini drink. It is fucking amazing. That sounds good. The reason I thought. So good. So there's a place called Pins and Needles. It's in the basement of the halls now. It's a I new, can't wait to go there, yeah. We just went there uh, for it? the first. It was great. And. Chris, I got the hanky panky. Did you really? Okay. Yeah, that's why. So I, like that's why I thought it was for you. It's not like you it's had really asked good. for it special. It was on the menu. No, they, they, it's it's almost it's kind of like they almost want it to be like a '70s throwback cocktail bar, and because it's so old and smelly, it really pulls it off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but so they just you know they don't have they just have like Wait, the drink like, of the venue, <laughs> same <laughs> like uh, tomato tomato. <laughs> but they have you know old fashions. They have mai tais. They have martinis. You know they're not really. Or like a slow gin fit, like shit like that, mm-hmm. yeah. that no adult would really order anymore until you're there and you're like, of course I want this. And Hanky Panky was one they of them. They made it a little speakeasy down there. It's kind of like that, yeah. That's cool. It does look like if you've ever seen Three's Company, it's kind of where I think they were hanging out. Oh, okay. Like when they would go out drinking and Jack would, you know, go kind of trolling for some ladies. Yeah. That's where Also, he there's a two to one uh, women to men ratio at the, at the cocktail bar. Yeah, for some reason. <laughs> and all the women are beautiful and the only man is Jack Tripper. Yeah. <laughs> you have a married couple live right next door what's going on an old married couple that's carissa and i (laughs) (laughs) well we're here yeah we are here now thanks for coming rachel koenig koenig ah i know it's spelled exactly like somebody i I went to high school with that was koenig so so it's it's like tomato tomato a little bit so yeah i had my husband explain that to me when we got married i was like can we just say koenig it's so much easier like but when i call for like pizza and things i'll just just, just go with just, it. I'm like, it's just Koenig or, you know, hotel reservations. We've had a couple Koenig. recently, yeah. and honestly, I thought I was good with that one. There's been a couple people that have come on, and I was like, I'm not going to try that. Yeah. But we had one recently where her name was uh, uh, Karen Spear, and it was spelled K-A-H-R-I-N. And I'm so stupid that I actually thought, because of the Karen climate we were in... <laughs> She spelled it differently to avoid problems. She's like, that's not even close to being true. It's Nordic. It's pronounced Karen. That's <laughs> I'm like, cool. apologies. Yeah. But I thought I was good with yours because I know some Koenigs. But well, it's okay. We're never going to say it again. No, yeah. <laughs> Did you guys ever listen to Serial? The podcast Serial? Yeah. Sarah Koenig was the journalist on there. And I was like, oh, she's making it famous she's making it known that that's like another way to pronounce it but well she didn't do that good of a job because i didn't remember that was her last name (laughs) well i knew it was koenig like right because i went to school with some koenigs 
Oh, okay. So you had I, the there was like two families. I went to uh, a prestigious Catholic high school in Parma Heights, Ohio. <laughs> he was homeschooled. The <laughs> holy <laughs> name, <laughs> the holy name high school. Okay, holy the Green Tech. Wave. <laughs> yeah, the Green Wave. I'm just okay. over announcing in case my theology teacher's listening right now. <laughs> yes, we have a big theology audience. I, we do all yeah. the fucks and shits. They yes. love it. Yeah. I just wasn't sure if maybe you knew. I don't know some of our canigs or something. Honestly, I, I probably know. Well, wait, is okay. Do you know a Julia? No. Okay, that's one family. Do you know another Rachel? No. Okay, boom. We don't know them, and then those <laughs> no are the more two. West Side Koenigs. Yeah, yeah no, I just, I just. <laughs> if, if you knew another Rachel Koenig, that'd be a little. That would be trippy. Because yeah. I know one. It'd be more like <laughs> Highlander. Yeah. You guys would have to do that out for the name. I don't know her personally, but I went to high. It's one of those people like, yeah, I knew the name from the yearbook. That's it. Yeah. That doesn't count as knowing. Something. <laughs> you know him. I know. You I'm, know of. You know. I know of. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm so yeah. So I I got pissed about that earlier when everyone's when people see a celebrity die. It's like yeah, they were my favorites. Like how do they? You didn't know them personally, yeah. and I caught caught up in that. So some people get. I'll say it. Kobe hit me a little bit. I did hit me really. That bad. one was a little like summer. Just like I'm like well, I'm too bad. But was, that one like really hit. Actually, and uh, the Black Panther guy, that one really sucked. Oh, um, oh. Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, because he was just really, really, really starting to he hit. He got hot. He had like like four years where he was really starting to kind of go, and he had hit his sickness so well from everybody, and rightfully so. When I found out, I was like, that is terrible. And he only I, did the one Black Panther movie that he was about to be in 10 other ones. He was going to do really, really well. I wish well. I could hide secrets the way he hid his illness. Yeah. That's that, it's not even funny. That's there's a, a real really thing. good. There's a little clip on YouTube. Um, it's a uh, Paul Bettany. Is the, the, they're at one of those like this. Uh, um, do you have any idea what we're talking about? Nope. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she said I just wrote about movies. I just realized you don't know about movies, and I, I told you we'll <laughs> we get to your okay. show. <laughs> so it's a uh, it's one of these guys that was in one of the many Avengers movies. He played Black Panther. It was a great movie. He was only in one of them though because he passed. Maybe about a year after. He was that, in the so Avengers never, movies, which were like team ups. There's like but 50 of the same. Yeah. 50 of those movies, and everyone's just kind of in them. They were building his franchise yeah. of the Black Panther. Yeah, his franchise yeah. was about to take off because the first one did really, really well. And uh, they're having one of those kind of like a actor, like a Comic Con, you know, Q and A's, and like 20 of them are on the stage. Like it's Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans. Scarlett Johansson and him and Paul Bettany sitting right next to him and you can see no one really noticed it because no one knew what was happening but now people go back and like oh he was sitting in the chair and he just dozed off just completely dozed off and Paul Bettany just kind of reached over and touched him to wake him up and Paul Bettany is like are you okay and he looks at him and he goes I hope so and, I, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, damn! I never saw that. Why'd you? Now we're gonna start this podcast. I'm about to start crying. <laughs> Bring up Kobe, the, the, the last TV spot of Chadwick Boseman. All right, yeah, all right, all right, yeah. All right, this got away from us. <laughs> I'm about to start tear. I'm gonna start talking about my about grandma. Jesus. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. Jesus died. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Who else can we name? He's a good friend of mine. <laughs> Sorry, let's shift gears. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, I really got I'm emotionally em- scarred. Yeah. Yeah, I got emotionally scarred. I was like, oh my god, I know well, you're in it now. Dead. So now yeah. that we know that you have feelings, and that's great. Yeah. Let's yeah. Uh, let's start getting into you, <laughs> sure. Rachel. Rachel. Well, what's up? Thanks for coming. Even though apparently you're down the street. Which yeah, is great. we're neighbors. You live right down the street from here. Yeah. I live on Woodward. Oh no shit! Can I say that? I mean, people want to look. It's up your address. I don't give a shit. We can edit it. We can bleep it. Can you yeah. bleep it? I mean, no, I it just, doesn't matter. I can just go back and go over and 
yell yeah. bleep, I guess. I kind of want to keep don't... saying the street just so it keeps getting bleeped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like we're just No, the, the only thing to yeah. stay away from, well, it's completely up to you. Again, we, we don't care. Uh, we did have somebody, someone say a girl's full name after he got done telling us how much he disliked her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then we weird. both like, oh, I don't think you should have said her name. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, anyway, but well, it's his life. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if you want to keep saying your your physical address down to the, yeah. the number, it's your life, man. That's true. That's true. We take oh, socials, boy. too, just in case. Yes. <laughs> if you're feeling risky. Yes. So thanks yeah. for coming. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Now that we've that established uh, your name. Yeah. Where you're from, emotions. What your address is, and uh, we really uh, mm-hmm. and named all the dead people we could as quickly as we could <laughs> yeah. uh, in the last couple of years. Uh, sorry, <laughs> you can't be that upset. You told us you didn't know any of them. Yeah. I know. Well, I knew about the Chadwick Boseman thing. You know, I followed that story, yeah. and I just that was devastating. Yeah, terrible. That was rough. Yeah, that was yeah. rough. That one kind of hit a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's still hitting. Sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, I'm still on. I love the MCU yeah. so much. I love Marvel movies. Okay. I'm sorry. I'll I'll not send you that video. Yeah, no, here. send it to me. I need to let some emotions out later. Okay, I need to yeah. cry. Sometimes you do need a good cry. I will say that. you do. Yeah, I'm like weekly probably at this point. <laughs> I know, right? And mine just kind of like it'll just be not. Nah, yeah. It'll just be like Tuesday at ten thirty, and I'm like, <sighs> I know we're out of bread, and I want bread, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to go get bread because yeah, it's. <laughs> but now I know it. I can Uber Eats it. So you know what? You may have actually just uh, yeah. cured me of a cry. So thank you. Then, you. then you can get some cigarettes, too. <laughs> you don't smoke. <laughs> no, Brian. I'm going to have bread and not smoke. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I'm you were some smoke my way through my toes. Yeah, I thought you were a square. No way, Jose. No way, bro. <laughs> Wait, can we talk about crying to men to women? Because I feel like it's way easier. Yeah. Like Even from like a young age, it was easier for like girls to cry. Right? easier like more socially accepted yeah like more even i could even go you could even go back to like like people that had like mothers and fathers in their household like if Mm -hmm. a girl cries everyone's like why is she crying but a boy cries sometimes a dad especially like based off like what things were Mm -hmm. between like the generation gap when when you're a boy crying it's like i suck it up but women it's like let's let's deal with this right but it's changing a lot of probably comes from the dad too because dads look at their kids differently yeah their daughters i mean is always just going to be like their little girl and uh, that's probably changing obviously generationally but yeah like there'd be times my dad would be like all right that's enough <laughs> there's no fucking way it hurts Slap that me in the bad. back of the head he's like that's real pain i'm like ow <laughs> and my you know my sister would come in crying and my dad's like patty get my gun <laughs> someone dies we gotta solve a problem i come in with a gunshot wound and he's like well you have a game at five yeah he's and like, we yeah. already paid for the uniform so you're gonna have to rub he's, some dirt on he's it. like if you look like this what does the other guy look like <laughs> the other guy was a gun dad <laughs> patch it up and move on mm-hmm. yeah, that's what yeah. it was. things are changing now for the better i think though like everything's more like people are just more open to fucking you know just emotions and mm-hmm. you know everything yeah, I would say so. Like, I think there's still, I don't want to say a learning curve. There's still, like, a progress curve going on. But I definitely think in terms of, like, the way people are parenting their children, boys versus girls, it's, like, it's okay to show your emotions and understand how to express yourself. And I think that just helps to prevent problems down the line, right? You know, yeah. you're a man and you go through something tragic in your life and you're just, like, stuffing it down and trying to muscle through and that's not always the healthiest that's right you sound like my therapist that i don't have right now this is amazing (laughs) 
you know, if we want to have a conversation after this, if you need some help. Oh, yeah, no, no, I'm all right. I just do stand-up comedy. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Everyone's like clapping in the crowd like, oh, he's got, he's going through some he's shit. He's going to die. That was, that was really funny, but he's going through some shit. It's the sad sure. clown it's like syndrome or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's every one of Eminem's songs. I'm not songs. calling you a sad clown, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> some people, you know. Depends on the day, I mean. Yeah. No, I okay. mean, humor is, like, a great way, I think, to deal with so many things, too. I find myself doing that where it's like, oh, I'm just, I'm using humor to, like, cover over the fact that inside I'm like, hmm, I'm struggling with this, yeah. you know? It's so easy to do, but sometimes you just have to laugh about things. Like, I'll do that. Like, I'll yeah. do, uh, things will get so bad I actually will start laughing. I'm like, I can't fucking believe yeah. how bad it's gotten. Yeah. You know, whether that's just in general or just, like, stuff for me, I'll just, like, just sit in there like, oh, my God. There's just no way out of this. And I'm handling like, it it's really so well. unbelievable. You're like, yeah, you I, can't believe like you don't. Or like when you're really overwhelmed, like at work mm-hmm. sometimes, and you have so much work, you literally are like, I don't even know where to start. And then you're frozen because you don't know where you should start <laughs> digging out of this horrible hole that yeah. you're never going to get out of. I feel like that every day sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a cocky laugh too. It, it's like, a, <laughs> they're fucking me. They're yeah. fucking me. Yeah. Oh yeah. And someone will ask you a question. Like, How's it going? You're like, <laughs> not good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're all we're arrogantly holding it it's in. A, it's quite bad. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, you're handling it well. Yeah. I'd be freaking out. You're like, I am not doing well. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, the perfect laugh yeah. for it. Yeah. yeah. That's the normal response. Sometimes people just go like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, watch out for that guy. Yeah. The guy that's just laughing without saying anything. Yeah. Yeah. Check Th- there's a fine. There's a fine line between, you know, laughing through the pain and. Laughing and about to inflict pain. <laughs> you know, like some guys, some people are laughing. Like I don't, he shouldn't be laughing at that at all. We should leave. Yeah, we should leave. Like that's uh, that's one of them dudes. Yeah, that's one of them dudes. I don't like you this restaurant anymore. This bartender's freaking me out. Laughing like a maniac. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so death, depression. What have we covered? Um, we definitely haven't covered your shop yet. No. No. And, uh, We've covered honestly, a lot of I'm not gonna lie. We just might not get there. Um, <laughs> We've covered a lot we of really basic... appreciate you being here. Human yeah. emotions. <laughs> of course. Yeah. No, I do want to talk about your, your, your place. So you, yes. uh, uh, Shore Society. Yes. Okay. And you're over, at, and you were, um, the reason, uh, I reached out, obviously, because of your shop I'm familiar with, but also the area where there's, we have like five guests about two blocks from you. Okay. You know, Alex from Jukebox came on. Oh, nice. Obviously, Rob and Adam came on. Yeah. Um, uh, from Harness Cycle. Oh, my God. I forgot her name. Um, the Annie C- or Andrea? Andrea. Andrea. Losi. Oh, my God. And I remembered how to pronounce her name. Mm-hmm. Her name was fucking weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, what's Rachel's one more time? <laughs> uh, Koenig. 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 Uh, Koenig. <laughs> Who cares? What am I going to pull I'm sorry, continue. I just tested. What is this, a quiz? Yeah. (laughs) What am I supposed to remember the name of everyone that I just meet? (laughs) And then, yeah, Andrea. Andrea came on, and she was was great. There's that little area there, in my opinion, is, I think, the fastest growing and developing area in the city, I think. Mm -hmm. Not just because of the businesses, restaurants, bars, um, um, apartments. Um, well, Amba, we were just talking about, it's over there. Yeah. That whole little block right there in the span of maybe five years, probably less, 
Right. And it probably it was it probably would have been faster had it not been for COVID. It has developed very very quickly, and now there's more apartments and people are moving there. Like just when I we moved up here about seven or eight years ago, and it was completely different. Yeah. That's not a lot of time for it to be what it is right now, no. and you're smack dab in the middle of that. Yeah. No, it's really exciting. Um, I feel like it started getting the ball rolling when a few of those businesses opened. Like Jukebox, I think, has been there for... They were the only one eight, that was there. Nine when, years? When we moved here, that was one of the first places we went, and I think that was the only place that was actually there. Okay. I Which I dig. I'm glad they're keeping like the character of that area, oh, too. Oh, totally. Yeah. I they're such a great anchor to the... To that neighborhood to that whole little block and then i think harness probably was shortly after that yeah. and i think a lot of things started rolling you know with harness like they have such a big audience and people coming in and out taking their classes and um everything like that and then yeah i mean quite frankly during the pandemic like we didn't get out a whole ton right none of us did yeah. and um i hadn't been to hinchtown in a while like it's kind of a destination neighborhood like if you don't live in the area and just to see, like you said, how many apartments are going up and how much construction is constantly happening. Um, there's so much development there. And then for us to be adding like a retail component, because there was no real retail shopping in that neighborhood. No, that's what was missing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's very exciting to be even, a part of yeah, that. Even that was, as it was developing, there were more restaurants, more bars, and more apartments. But, yeah, the retail actually was something that was still kind of... Well, actually, it was non-existent, and now they're actually adding some more of those in there now, too. Yep. So tell how did uh, how did Shore Society get started? Well, <clears throat> we actually are celebrating our 10, 10th year in uh, business this year, or this month, actually, which is really exciting. Today. No one knows. I mean, yeah. pretty darn close. <laughs> it's definitely sometime in June. I don't know if I have an exact date, but um, I started... Pretty much like after college is just kind of like a fun, creative side gig. Like I started an Etsy shop and was just selling things like in addition to my full-time creative job, which I still have. Um, and just slowly grew it from there. We grew online. So we've been online for several years and then just always had the goal of opening a brick and mortar retail store. Um, so we started looking for spaces in like 2019. And then of course COVID happened and I was like, well, I'm really grateful that we didn't find something because we would have probably opened in the fall of 2019 and <laughs> having to deal with a pandemic on top of being a brand new store owner, I think I would have lost my mind. Oh, yeah. So, um, Roughly so. I mean, just a difficult time for businesses in general. Like, even if you, you know, whether you're a new store or an existing storefront, everybody kind of had to shuffle. And I know... You know, if you were just brick and mortar and you weren't online, a lot of people were scrambling to understand, like, how can we keep e-commerce going and keep our businesses running when people can't enter our space and we don't know how long this is going to last. So um, just the timing of the fact that, like, something didn't come up before then, I was very grateful for. Um, and then, you know, we just got really lucky with our, our space that we're in now and just having, of course, Adam and Rob as neighbors has just been fantastic to go through that experience together of yeah. our first store because there's just so much to it you know it can be very overwhelming oh yeah. and you guys can literally can you turn a little i know it's hard to not look directly oh, at brian yeah. but I mean, yeah i know oh my god i mean <laughs> swoon hey hey joe we went to high school together okay yeah. oh i forgot well not you the other rachel can <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah my um, bad. do you want me to no you're good you're okay. good you're good um the um 
You and uh, uh, him and his actually, don't you have, um, it's almost like a dorm room where you can go in between the two stores. Yeah, we're connected and we share the back room. So there's like our, you know, inventory, there's a bathroom back there. Okay. So like we share that space and I think, you know, thankfully we got along so great because I think oh, yeah. you know, if you don't, like you're, you're in each other's spaces yeah. constantly. Which of them do you yeah. like more? <laughs> <laughs> the hard hit question. When, when they no, came, I, yeah, they're like my siblings now. When they came on, it was, I mean, there was no feeling out period. Yeah. I sat down, I'm like, alright, this is going to be easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the guys were really, really funny. Yeah, they really, were so really fun. Funny. I felt like right off the bat, you know, that we had known each other for a long time and we just like gelled and we yeah. complement each other very well, and it's so great to bounce ideas off of them, whether it's, like, merchandising our products or figuring out technical stuff. Like, you know, some of us are good at different things, and we can help each other out. So. Yeah, and push, like, if someone comes in, they're looking for something. Because your shops are, they're very different in yeah. terms of yeah. kind of what you're offering. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, they're, they're very similar. And, again, I think that's why that area that we're talking about down there by Hingetown is because everyone, most of the people that we've talked to down there have a very similar outlook on everything, which essentially is there's plenty of room for all of us. Yeah. And they're all really, really, really supportive. You know, I think we first saw that when Alex came on. You know, he was very complimentary of, of, uh, of everyone in that area, and they were the same way, and Andrea was the same way of just they love the area that, that, that they're seeing this growth in because everyone is kind of like-minded. Uh, and right. then you're seeing, of course, the growth, and because of the growth brings more people that are living down there. So mm -hmm. it's uh, it's been really cool to see. And, I mean, I think a lot of areas in Cleveland are, but I do. I can't – if someone has a, a better area that, that's growing at the same rate, send it my way because I do not know which one it is. That right. one, hands down, has grown the most. Yeah, for sure. It's such a blossoming neighborhood, and it's just nice to see things developing and growing again after what felt like, you know, a period of just total pause. So oh, yeah. that's always a really good thing. Did but it feel darker during, like, it? No, do you remember daylight during 2020? <laughs> I feel like it was just always, like, Gloomy. dusk yeah. <laughs> for two months. Like, the sun was just like, well, if you're not going outside, what the fuck would I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just felt... So, but I it was all dark and like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it felt that was only like a year, two years ago. Like, I know it's on, like, hard to think. There were about multiple that. like phases of it too. Like, it's hard to think about that. At this time, two years ago, we were kind of just, just starting to maybe discuss opening up like outdoor seating and things like that. Right. And it wasn't really all that long. Social ago. distancing was a big thing. Like, like probably last like June twenty twenty one. I could assume like social distancing was pretty huge. Yeah, it yeah. still was because they were. Well, yeah, because we were coming off a what everyone thought was going to happen and kind of did was as we came out of it throughout the summer and then we got back into the winter, it all started ramping back up again, especially around holiday travel. Yep. And everyone's like, fuck, we fucked this up again. We're yeah. going to do it again. <laughs> but then, you know, more apathy kicked in. And honestly, I was in the same boat. I was like, I'm not doing that again. I can't. I just can't do it. <laughs> yeah. We got to figure it out. I'll be more careful for sure. But I mean, we can't shut yeah. everything back down again. I'm just not going to make it. <laughs> yeah. I was just hoping I can't for the do checks again. again. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was, that was pretty sweet. And that was, that's a once in a, I've never once the government's like, yeah, we're going to give everyone a thousand bucks. Right. Oh, and if you have kids, we'll give you more. That's, that's the only time I was like, I wish I would have repopulated like four years ago. <laughs> yeah, man. That's why people ain't working. Yeah. <laughs> Grab a 27 year old and be like, you make a thousand dollars a week if you don't work or like 700 a week if you do. 
and you'll work a lot. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me crunch the numbers real yeah. quick. But then opening up a business, you're like, I have to. Like, yeah, you don't to have get that this option. ball rolling. Yeah. Yeah, it's an, it was intense. I, I mean, I just feel for everybody who was having to scramble during that time, and particularly restaurants, you know? Like, you're oh, having yeah. to really think about a takeout model or but it's like you're not replacing your you don't have servers you don't have tips like you don't Mm -hmm. have you delay everybody off it's like yeah every right yeah restaurants they all go get other jobs and either don't come back large places would literally have maybe one or two people running the entire place yeah i remember in the summertime because we were trying to and again i think again your area lakewood for sure they were all really good about making sure that they were going to the local places to try to help them out Mm -hmm. i remember going to we were out in one of the parks uh one of the metro parks and we were going by the the big that huge fat heads on 71 yeah. yeah and uh i was like i'm gonna go in there and grab some beer and i went in there and this guy this guy looked like he was real life in mad max <laughs> like, he, <laughs> like he hadn't seen anyone in days yeah. i was like hey the couple six shows man we really appreciate you guys coming in yeah. and he handed oh. me like the six pack of beer that looked like he just canned it <laughs> and it wasn't a good can it was like just he gave me six jars and he was like i just whatever you can give i'm like well, i'll pay for the beer <laughs> but i mean to your point yeah. like some people were like that's how it was you know i remember going to noble beast they were like trying to sell masks like you know you can have them buy some if you want just whatever will help but yeah there's no there's no tips right and if anyone's ever waited tables a bartender that's typically 80 percent of your money his yeah. tips Exactly. So, yeah, uh, it sucks. I'm glad most of us got through that, and there weren't that many closings. I can really only think of one that really kind of sucked because that place Which Spice one? closed. And Spice? I really oh, like that place yeah, a lot. Yeah. And we I don't even our, know if it was because of it, but that was one that did close, and I was bummed. I liked that place a lot. Yeah, that hurt. I know they're still doing um, catering and things like that. Like, they still yeah. have their catering business, That's but good. the fact that you can't go in there and dine in, like, yeah, that really, that really sucked. We were really conscious about that. Like, you were saying, like, supporting any place that we didn't want to go out of business we got a lot of takeout because we were like all right let's just go in and spend money if we can and you know we were doing the same thing with beer like platforms started delivering so we would just like have them come and deliver six pack case of beer so just doing everything that you can and just hope that other people are doing the same but it is good to see how many places did kind of muster through yeah yeah it was good did you so like so you opened up you you said you didn't open up. You opened up after. Yeah, COVID. we opened in November this past holiday season. Oh, okay, yeah, because so. that that would have been like that was way past like when the government was doing like they were like helping out business like so they were like done doing that by the time you ended up officially yeah. opening. Yes, I mean I probably could have applied for something, but it wasn't like you know they had the PPP loan. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it wasn't guaranteed. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you can apply for Those it for sure. Them. Right. Like Ryan at Black Hat, the way he, I think he had somebody that did a news story about them, and it kind of shined light on him, and he, and mm-hmm. he kind of said, "I think that's why we got it." Wow. Because we, it just, it just happened to work out for us. There was a lot of places did not get it. No, Applying it was very didn't mean competitive. You got it. Like yeah. you had to go jump through a lot of hoops, I think, for that to yeah. happen. And the line was long as hell too. Mm-hmm. I mean, because how many people were doing that how many people were faking that they had business too <laughs> right like i was scrambling around like what business can i start right now i was looking i was looking to scheme i didn't i did kind of but i was like how can i just say i'm a business i yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was super. I didn't do it. I don't know people that did, but you know, a couple people were like, "Oh, I know people that did." Yeah. There were loopholes. I know plenty of people that did because yeah. you know, there's in, not even necessarily that it was technically illegal, but it's like you didn't really need that. No. Like I got a a stimulus check uh, after everything had really kind of died down, and I wasn't expecting it. I didn't even know it was coming. All of a sudden, just you know, twenty four hundred dollars just hit my bank account. I was like, "Sweet, go yeah. to New York." <laughs> nice. Now I felt bad, but <laughs> but the whole For time what, just like my yeah. wife and I are both working. This could have gone to someone else. Yeah. You're Granted, the, I took that money, and I had a really good weekend. You're the reason why uh, Arnold Palmer's an hour doll, a dollar twenty nine, Joe. Yes, they used yeah, to be you're right. Back you, in the you, good old day, they yeah. were ninety nine. It's cents. me. Lay the whole baby for nothing at my feet. <laughs> <laughs> No, but you did open up at a right. That a good time. Though. Yeah, that's like, nice. Yeah. I mean, because you had then you kind of like what you pretty much had to restart. Like you're like not restart everything, but you know, like you had to. Yeah, and I I almost even had to question like, do we even want to do it? Like we had kind of made our way through COVID, and it's yeah. the summertime, right? And it's like, all right, do we? Is this the right route? Like, what if something happens again and we have to shut back down? Mm-hmm. Or are people's shopping habits so different now that they're even coming into brick and mortar? Um, you know, so that was it's a question a good, that I that's had. That's a legit, yeah. yeah. You, know, like, I, you know, we've gotten so used to drive up and delivery and just ordering things online. Like, do we just have like a warehouse, right? Where people can just come and they can pick up an order if they're local, but we don't have to have hours and staff and all of that. Like, that was something that we weighed as an option. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, the fact that we were able to be in the space as like a pop-up model, so it was short-term... We could kind of test it out, see how things went, and, you know, we oh, had our... Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. I, I remember that now. Yeah. Because the first time I went into your shop was around Christmas. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we were open, um, you know, for the holiday season, and it was like a, you know, three-month kind of period, and, you know, it went well for us, so we felt comfortable, you know, renewing our, our lease and continuing um, with the store. So it's just been nice to kind of get a sense of the seasonality of everything, like after the holidays, which obviously are going to be really busy and bustling. Um, so now we're kind of hitting into summer and we'll be there for the holidays again this year. So. I, didn't, I didn't even think of that, like just the timing when you did it. And then you're starting off right in the holiday, like midst. Of, oh, yeah. It, it was chaotic. Because you yeah. started, in th- did you start like b- right before Thanksgiving? We opened on Black Friday. Oh, my God. I know. But it was like, it was good, though, <laughs> because small business Black Friday. I mean, it's not like people are punching each okay, other for TVs. Yeah. Like it's, it, you get it's the calm people. <laughs> Bunch yeah. of people lining up outside, knocking each other down for a crew neck sweater. Right, right, I know. But it was crazy. Like, we, my um, husband and I hosted Thanksgiving, and it was just weird to, like, we were sitting around the table, and I was like, I'm opening an effing store tomorrow. <laughs> like, this is nuts. Like, yeah. what are we doing? Yeah. Also, mildly, I can't it, be hungover. Like, it I mildly ruined the holiday. See, that's where I would have, that's where I would have fucked up. Yeah. We I wasn't, though. We I had some wine, yeah. but I had to, you know. We would have been like, we're opening a store tomorrow. Let's just have a glass of wine and relax, and yeah. then we'd have a bottle. And then we're like, I mean, when do those edibles expire? Yeah. <laughs> and then the grand opening is pushed back two days. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. It's funny because you actually kind of did the exact opposite of what a lot of businesses are still doing. You know, once everything kind of started opening back up, businesses, all different types, obviously not necessarily like retail and restaurants, but a lot of businesses went the other way and they're like, now that they've been forced to have everyone not coming into a brick and mortar site, they're like, "Look at all the overhead we don't have to spend." Mm-hmm. So a lot of like I've like I, I've never been back to work. My wife's never been back to work. Most people I know are working remotely permanently. My old company had three floors in downtown Cleveland, and I think they got out of the lease. Like they just 
like wow. we don't need this anymore. Yeah. But for you, I do understand. I understand the benefit. I I like going into stores. Yeah. I think a lot of people. Do. Yeah. It's a feeling. Yeah, and I think that's exactly it. Like, do you want to expand on that? <laughs> it's, it's a good one. <laughs> it's an emotion I have. It's, a, it's another one of the emotions that we didn't talk about. Our happiness. Yeah. <laughs> Retail happiness. Yeah. But I do. I like going into stores. Yeah, and we want to create like an experience right like we want to create a nice environment where people can come in and people have been experiencing our brand online and through social media for so many years so to be able to have a space that reflects kind of the feeling and the aesthetic of everything that they've been seeing where they can come in and feel like we've had people walk in and be like oh, i want to live in here like this feels <laughs> like a lake house and that's so great to me like yeah. that's the best compliment that you could give me that we've created an inviting space where you can walk around and kind of get the feeling of the brand, whether you buy something or not. And, yep. um, you know, so it's just been really interesting to kind of translate all that into like a physical space. Well, that that's a good segue to kind of on your store. Let's, I want to talk about the, the name, you know, how you came up with the name and really kind of the style because your store and your products do have a very unique style and there is a vibe in Thank your store. Thank you, hopefully. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I mean that yeah. in a, I mean, there's also, I mean, there's a lot of stores where I'm just like, this is just like the exact other store. Your store does look very, very different. Thank you. And I do mean that in a compliment. I'm yeah. Sorry no. if that was not clear. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just I like, fucked your last name up earlier. I don't know yeah. if there's animosity still. <laughs> Joe's getting mildly better. He's like, <laughs> yeah, cute store. Next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's for Shore Society. So how did you come up with this? I mean, honestly, I think my husband and I were like walking down by the railroad tracks and brainstorming like different names because I knew I wanted to start like a, a you know Etsy shop this was a long time ago um and ultimately what we liked about it was that it had the possibility of being rooted in inspiration from Lake Erie and Lake Life but that it wouldn't be limited to like there's nothing in the name that ties it to Cleveland or sure. the region or anything like that so if we wanted to either expand our product offering or let's say we want to open a location in Charleston. Like, that's part of the shore society. Like, there's, you know, it celebrates different shores from coast to coast. Okay. So if you live on the East Coast, we have something for you. If you live on the West Coast, we have something for you. But obviously, the main bulk of our product line is celebrating, like, Lake Erie and the Great Lakes. Because um, at the time, there really wasn't anything that, like you couldn't find really good like Lake Erie graphic tees or things like that. Um, this was like 10 years ago. So obviously there's a little more variety now. Um, but I was struggling to find something like that for myself. So we really just wanted to create a brand that was filling a gap in the market of what like we and my friends were looking for. Okay. That's so. good. I, I, I like that. Cause and, yep. and you can also fade into some of the Cleveland stuff as well and fade out. Yeah, Cleveland right. Clothing Companies, fuck, they can't go anywhere else. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. I mean, We're opening a new one. Where? They do a really great job. The other side at, of Cleveland? You know, <laughs> Vermont. Yeah, they're very good. Yeah, very, yeah. very good. Um, no, I do. I like that. That's a good, and that's a good forward thinking uh, mm -hmm. in terms of that. You know, uh, you, you can do, it can still be feel like a local shop in a different city. For sure. Yeah. And, like, we also, I love the, I don't know. I love like Halloween and like secret society stuff. This is like a whole other conversation, but I liked the society part of it and that it kind of feels like a club or exclusive or, you know, something that um, is like a little preppy in a little way. 
So I don't know. It was just we brainstormed a lot of different phrases, and that was just the one that stuck. Well, Brian's part of a secret society. Yeah, so. I have a secret really? society comedy show. It's a lot oh of fun. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk about. It. We we had, we got a couple big time comics on on Saturday. It was pretty cool. You can talk about really? it. Really? Yeah, we had. There's. We, uh, we talked about dead celebrities for. That's like true. Yeah. We need. We need to talk about Michael Jackson. Like that was. We were, While uh, he's going into this, are you? Do, would you like a mid? Whatever. Would you like a white? Would you like or, or a, a beer? What kind of beer do you have? Uh, chill waves. We have uh, let me see Dude, one stone second. Cold. I used to yeah. smoke, guys. Oh my god. Me too. You Do know, you still? I uh, why well, vape? And okay. I well, I started doing uh, chewing tobacco. Oh no. Because uh, I play I played <laughs> hockey when I was a kid, so it kind of got forced on me. Yeah. And then when I when I start drinking, I would be like, I can't dip and and drink at the same time. So then it would be like party cigarettes, and then I worked at a bar so i started buying cigarettes mm. i still bum a cigarette every now and then but i pretty much try to stick to vape i don't even want to vape but i have nicotine pouches sometimes yeah and okay. i vape so i think that's as healthy of an alternative besides quitting as i can have get you right tried now. the gum a uh, nicotine gum yeah yes and it is a lot yeah because i'm used to bubble gum i'm just like mm, yeah yeah delicious. someone needs to figure out how to make nicotine gum taste like bubble it tastes like fucking shit that's yeah. what it yeah. tastes like it tastes like it tastes like if, it doesn't if make you, you want to quit cigarettes it makes you want to quit gum yeah it's, <laughs> it's so fucking it's accurate not the effect. God, I I nicotine gum? no exactly I, <laughs> I dipped once and i thought i was gonna die like i got oh. so dizzy i was at like a bonfire and i was like i don't know where i'm at i think oh. i'm gonna throw up are you sure like, we didn't dude, go to high school together is, yeah i was a same way like i was on a beach and all my friends dipped i couldn't even i couldn't even stand the smell of like a bunch uh, of like, roads and they would always leave their spitters everywhere oh, i hate it. it it's like a gatorade so I'm bottle like, right, i'll try always, once always, or, or always. a generic water always. bottle yeah <laughs> always Never and then i get to college and everyone i lived with was a wrestler and a football player they all dipped yeah, yeah. there was shit everywhere but i tried one on the beach and it was so bad one my lips started hurting immediately <laughs> like throbs it throbs yeah. i'm like am i a, what is wrong with me you feel the blood and i didn't want to tell anyone because i'm with good. all these guys yeah, this is a all good. these guys have like these huge like just pouches in their mouths and they're spitting everywhere and i'm Ew. just like guys i feel woozy yeah <laughs> yeah you do like almost instantly you're like i'm dizzy i'm lightheaded i'm gonna puke like, i literally started thinking like how many beers did i have I mean, yeah. like, do you guys remember what you dipped when you did school, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna school. say school. Probably, oh my god! Like, oh, like the fruit, like the berry, or like something. Oh, yeah. my mint. Mine was mint. Oh, I, I went ham. My first one was grizzly winter green. Oh Ew. fuck, dude! You went and hard. I, I was in the hockey. I was in a hockey hotel because we would like travel. You came out and, sweet. Oh yeah, and no, that they was like mulch. They would make all the freshmen do it. Every freshman had to try chewing tobacco. Ew. Like the seniors and the upperclassmen would be like, "You need to do this," and I'd be like, "I don't want to." Like, too bad. If you don't do it, we don't like, respect you. I took you. dare. I know how to say no. Yeah. Like, oh, but no. If you said no, they would like shun you. I yeah. saw a couple kids not dip, and they were like, "All right, fuck you." And they like talked to them the entire year. Those kids are dead. Now. So yeah, those <laughs> kids are dead. <laughs> or they're at your local dive bar drinking on a Tuesday at one yeah. p.m. Talking um, to the bartender about the time they fucked up their social yeah. circle by not dipping. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so what was your brand? I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know. I think the it was skull, maybe school, but I was gonna say, do you guys remember? I feel like they made. I don't know how old you guys are, but um, I'm old enough to party. Prime of our lives. Okay, yeah, same. Um, <laughs> I've always wanted to say that. They had these like like Camel came out with these like flavored cigarettes, and then I feel like there was flavored dip pouches that were like catered to yeah. like a trendy. Like when I was in college, I it was and literally. I, think I dipped one of those. I, I I know what you're talking about, and it's almost. And I liken it to what things are like now with all the sours and sa cider beers. It's for, like, those are for 
be- people who don't want to drink, that don't like beer, but want to drink beer. And yeah. I felt like those were for people that did want to dip, but still wanted to dip like yes. everybody else mm-hmm. and not have this horrible taste in their mouth. Yep. yep. I do remember those. Do you remember the cigarettes that were like in a tin? Yeah. They were like Izmir Stingers or something? I don't like remember that. those. I, I, think I, I used to smoke I, those. Oh, really? <laughs> you mean partying? Just like, yeah, I'm going to yeah. take one. And like cloves. I used to smoke cloves. Uh, so I was okay. like, oh, oh man, really? Yeah. Those so were harsh. I was harsh. like, fucking cool. I actually have the <laughs> They're best. They're very harsh. Those are very harsh. They're nasty. I've only heard myths about cloves. Someone's like, you want a clove? Because people smoke still smoke cloves. cloves. I took one. Uh, someone gave me one at a party, like when I would smoke, and he gave me one. I was like, first of all, this looks awesome because they're like, like black. they're black yeah it's all yeah. Black. it's like a cigarette it's but it's like a new age i was like don't tell me what's a clove i want everyone to think that i'm crushing this joint by myself yeah <laughs> and i took a hit off it i was like oh what are you doing i don't want this <laughs> give me a marble light <laughs> yeah it was so it, it was it's almost like if you ever like just joking like took the filter off a cigarette and then tried smoking that yeah i mean it yeah. really it burns the hell out I can't believe you were doing that consistently. I know. That's pretty bad. The first cigarette I ever smoked, it wasn't a cigarette. I, I was just like, yeah, they do it on TV. Like, because I watched like some Western movie with my buddy and they like just rolled, they rolled up their own cigarette. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we got this grass. And like, uh, so I, uh, me and my buddy got printer paper and we rolled up, we oh, picked no. out glad grass oh, no. and we it's smoked it. Paper. Oh no! And when we smoked it, I immediately start coughing. I was like, "Ugh!" And I was like, "Adults do this." Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, they do." And then we ended up like we took. I, I took like another hit. I was like, "I need to try it again. I'll eventually like it." That's what the adults do. Yeah. And I took another hit, and then I like almost puked. And I was like, "Yeah, I've never smoked. I, I didn't smoke I, for like six, people, seven years." I looked. I was at like people, eleven. People that rolled their own cigarettes. I looked at them differently after I tried that. <laughs> I was like, it's you're respect. a fucking badass. Yeah, it is respect, especially if you don't have to use one of those little, like, the rolly assist things. Uh-huh. You know? Like the little yeah, yeah, yeah. canopy. Like, when you're rolling thing. it yourself and smoking those, everyone that I, after that, after trying that and not being able to even handle it, every time I saw some older guy smoking a cigarette like that that he rolled with no filter that was at that hard of a hit, I was like, that dude probably volunteered for Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> like they, I'm just like, because that's just yeah. that guy has flashbacks. He's walking, also watching probably, World War II. He movies. also probably has irreversible throat cancer. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> so you know, bad and good. <laughs> right. Yeah. I actually, oh, yeah, I we went to a a, a play on Sunday, and because I, I haven't smoked in so long now, but someone sat next to me at the play and when you're in like a theater the seats are really close to each other so it sucks and the person they sat down and i was immediately i just turned into like his jacket this uppity like just like oh my god he's a heavy smoker (laughs) (laughs) i turned into such a bitch you turned into (laughs) yeah i did but i was just like i don't like because i'm i'm at the halfway point where i remember when you could still smoke in bars yeah. Like, they stopped that when I was, like, 20... Wasn't that, like, in, like, 2000 or something? Like two, it was like around 20... 2000s. 2003? Well, 2004? certain states that you still could. Certain like, states, yeah. I remember I went on a vacation to, I don't know, Myrtle Beach or something, and you could still smoke in bars there. Yeah, it's it was Myrtle a Beach. novelty thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I used to smoke in Myrtle Beach all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Florida <laughs> never stopped. still can. Yeah. yeah. Florida never but stopped. But there's a... But no. there, and there's places in Akron that... It's not that it's allowed or anything. People just do it, and everyone's like, really? yeah, it's Akron. Yeah. But, oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I do remember that. It was, uh, And I never really understood how bad I'd smell when I'd go out to the bar because that smoke, would, especially in the winter, because that smoke would grab your jacket, yep. and that was it. It just hung out with you. And then after, like, a year of that, I was like, wow. 
And then someone spoke in front of me. I'm like, stop it. You're going to yeah. make me smell. You get so sensitive to it. Like, oh, yeah. I can smell it like Very from much. a mile away. Well, I'm like, oof, I can't. Let's be honest here. If you've ever, I've been to too many bars, uh, uh, like, like just waiting afterwards because I'm cool with a lot of bartenders. Every single bartender's like, let me chief one up behind the bar when everybody leaves. Oh, yeah. I don't think people, but I, that's like an unspoken thing. I'm not trying to blow up the fucking bar no. industry. Especially in the summertime <laughs> when everything, with all the windows and but, the port, yeah. 100%. But seeing a stressed out bartender's being like, I need a fucking Marlboro. <laughs> yeah. And they just, they just be like, yeah, I'm pouring myself a Jim Beam. I'm fucking going heavy today. I'm just like, hell yeah, Barbara. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. killing it. Especially after, back to like, uh, like when you open back up. When you open back up, too. That was a time where everyone just everyone it's like stimulus money be damned everyone spending all their money. Yeah. Everyone was so cooped up. So actually it was probably it might have worked to your advantage. Like I, I know yeah. obviously retail and obviously bars, tattoo arts, everyone know they're like it was it, I was closed for five months of the year and it was my best year by a wide margin. Live events yeah. too. Live events. Oh, People right. were just dying Every- to get out and they did and just went out and started spending like crazy. Yeah, because um I mean the holiday season the year prior, so 2020, there was no going out Christmas shopping. There was none of that. So it was oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. 2021, people were out and ready to go, which of course, like you mentioned, then there was a little blip with Omicron, or however you say it, where all of a sudden then everybody got COVID because they were out and about. And I was yeah. like, okay, great. Here we go. Like, we're going to have to start being, you know, we're going to have to get a store policy and figure out how we're going to handle this, like, just to weather through it. Oh, my gosh, yeah. so cute. The dog's on my lap. Yeah. <laughs> Roscoe would jump up there, but he's too heavy. Yeah. <laughs> and you might not know this. Some of the viewers, uh, most, of the, most of the viewers know this, but Roscoe, yeah, you tell about the Roscoe Ooh. surgery. He was like really COVID. He was not. He's not the same man. Roscoe as he was, had a, Roscoe had a, a fatty tumor that was growing outwards under his left front arm. It literally, and for him, you can see how big he is. It was like if he, if you just taped a softball to him, oh. and uh, you know he's not super concerned about moving too much, as you can tell. <laughs> but uh, it was really hindering. Like when he would walk toward you, like if you're like if he's walking toward you and you're looking right at him, it was growing out so much that you're just like, ah, oh, we gotta get that thing getting. Like, we gotta get rid of that thing. Yeah. Like fortunately, it wasn't growing inward like as long. It was growing outward, but it was definitely hurting the way that he walked and. So yeah, he uh, he had a couple of drug-induced days, but got it removed, and now he's just enjoying life like crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's good. And I wish we had video because then you could see me holding Rudy like I'm Doctor Evil. <laughs> <laughs> just stroking. She is kind of yeah. like a cat too. Yeah, yeah she is. And she claws at my face. Oh, look, she loves you. Yeah, careful. She will put that'll go right in your eyeball. You oh yeah, no, she she. I was testing the waters and she like I was yeah. like, "This is my mouth," and she's like, "I don't fucking care. Yeah. I'm gonna scratch it." She's like, "I'm a dog." Yeah. <laughs> Rudy's like kind of like that senile little guy that isn't really senile but just steals and just blames it on being senile. Yeah. yeah. She's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna put." my paw in your in your eye but i'm a dog hold up by the way i need to bring the i did, i was gonna say this i forgot when i i took the wrong exit here and when i did yeah I, we talked about i it. went down madison and there was this old guy just standing in the middle of the road like he was walking to the other opposite side of the road 
And then he uh, he just like kind of stopped. I was like, "You okay?" And he just nodded at me. I was like, "Okay, this guy knows what he's doing." And then he started walking away. But it was just really weird because he was just like enjoying the scenery. It's very Lakewood. I feel. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Have you ever? And I actually like, think that it's you know what? Okay. A little okay. weird sometimes. It is super weird. <laughs> Which is what I love about it so much. I do too. I'm, Keep Lakewood weird. Yeah. We've always we've <laughs> always said that if we if we were in Ohio, we're not leaving Lakewood. I, I really I don't I don't really want to live anywhere else. Yeah. I would live kind of like where your store. I like that area. Area, but sure. I really like Lakewood a lot. Yeah. But what I'm going to do, if she's willing, is I'm going to move Chris over to my seat to tell her, to, for her to tell everyone what happened when we first moved up here. Because she ran into a Lakewood creeper, and well, just come over here and switch. <laughs> I mean, yeah, now, keep I in mind. So, so we're yeah, we need to so hear we're the we're, we're from Akron. We were we had sold our house. We're moving up here, so we had to find an apartment. So. I would, we were still kind of going back and forth because I was still working in Akron at the time. So when this happened, I was nowhere near her, and which was very, very frustrating. But the way she told the story was terrifying, but the way she tells it now is very funny. So, Carissa, please take the chair. That's funny. I immediately thought of this when you said you saw a man standing in the road, in the middle of the road. It's <laughs> happened um, before. <laughs> oh, God. No. So I was driving like home from work or something, I think. I was on Detroit, I guess. Yeah, Detroit coming towards like like I don't know if you know where Conrad's is. Sure <laughs> I don't remember very specifically where this was. Like so Yeah. We all did it Conrad's. not in unison though, yeah. but it's still good. <laughs> so that's like I've kind of like a sketchy block a little bit. I feel like I don't know. Like a little bit. There's like a, everything's like abandoned over there. Anyways. Can you say Conrad's again? Conrad. Okay, thank you. Continue. Sorry. Sorry. Continue. Their marketing department. You know, this is like free. You should get them to sponsor this. Yeah. Oh, my, yeah, we should. Oh, yeah. my God. Um, so, anyway, so, yeah, there's like a guy standing in the middle of the road. And so I'm driving. It's on, it's Detroit. You know, we're only going like 25 or whatever. And I'm like, all right, he's just taking his time, whatever. He'll move once I get there. So I'm like getting closer and closer. Like, this guy's not moving. And then he's actually like coming towards my car. Like, while I'm driving down Detroit. So I'm like, okay, what's going on? I start freaking out a little bit. Also, because I'm, like, seeing his face clear. And he clearly looks like he, like, is on bath salts or something. Like, he looks out of his fucking mind. Um, So I'm, like, I stop because I'm, like, there's, like, other cars going by. And I, like, I obviously don't want to, like, hit him. So I'm, like, stopping in the road. This guy crawls on the hood of my car no. and starts licking my windshield. <laughs> I swear to God, I am like freaking out. Obviously, I'm like screaming. I'm like laying on my horn. I'm like looking around. Like, is, is somebody gonna help me? Like, what should I do? And I'm like, at the same time, for some reason, I still didn't want to run this guy over, even though I should have. Like, because you have a conscience. So- well, yeah, and I'm just freaked out. Like, I've never been in this situation before where a man has crawled on the hood of my car. So, and this was, it was still light out. It was probably, like, 5, five o'clock, maybe. Like, <laughs> Wait, it was 5 p.m.? 5 p.m.? Like, yes, I'm assuming yes. a weekday. Yes. Yeah, it was, like, after work. So, like, I started driving, like, not super fast. I should have, like, slammed on my brakes. I mean, you know, hindsight looking back, I should like, but. So, I, like, start driving. He is, like just like staring me like in my eyeballs like from my he was so scary 
So, yeah, like, he finally got off, and I, like, pulled into, like, Conrad's. That's why I remember this, because I'm, like, beeping the horn. I'm, like, can somebody come out and help me? Like, this guy, like, I didn't know if he was going to, like, try to, like, break my windows or something. Like, I was, it was very scary. But, I like, and, yeah, fuck Conrad's. No one came out. <laughs> no one came out of the garage. They were busy. And literally, I don't think anyone even noticed, except there was, like, one lady, like, across the street was looking at me, like, oh, my God, like, her mouth. <laughs> like wide open she's and I'm like, like been there I'm, yeah. I'm just looking at her like what just happened yeah. where did he go did he just walk off he just like... walked off and then I called Joe I don't know I was like I was like traumatized I was terrified I'm like called Joe crying I'm like this guy was licking my windshield were you laughing <laughs> I can't move here yeah. I can't move here were you laughing Sad. confidently <laughs> no. I was like crying like I didn't want to go back That's to horrible. my house like I was like this guy's gonna follow me and find me I was very scared but that was when we hey, the first yeah Rachel you're our new therapist yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is our therapy yeah. session with Rachel well, also, right oddly enough right. my sister is a therapist so uh, of course right is, right is Rachel's legitimately. like maybe yes. she get Conrad's as your uh, as your sponsor Carissa ends that story with fuck Conrad's yeah, yeah. I disagree with her no I was yeah we take so, it back Conrad yeah we don't she called me and I I think I was driving on 77 on my way up to Cleveland to, to our apartment and I am losing my fucking mind. I'm, I didn't even go home to where the apartment, I was driving around Lakewood taking photos of anyone that looked like anything she described and saying, yeah. is this him? Is I'm about to light some homeless dude up. Start fucking <laughs> bounty hunting. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I did, when you have to though, a little bit, you're like, hey, who the fuck uh-huh. licked my wife's? Yeah, windshield. I think like one woman might have like pulled up <laughs> next to her, Carissa and was just like, I saw that whole thing. Are you okay? And Conrad's is like, this oil ain't gonna change itself. Yeah, <laughs> no that's just Jerry. <laughs> Ignore yeah. him. Yeah, Jerry. Jerry does that sometimes. So then that guy just you know crawled off her hood and went back to his government job. Yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> no Jerry's harmless. He just went on his thirty minute break. That's what happened. Well, yeah. I was gonna say, I think across the street there's a senior center, right? Isn't there a um, like a senior facility? Mm-hmm. Maybe he wandered out of there. I mean, he wasn't a senior. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Chris is like he wasn't a senior. I just I saw the PTSD yeah, very kick intimately. in. <laughs> I was waiting. I was hoping they were gonna just start like profiling. Like, what was his race? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's, he's white. Oh, that's so weird. He was a seven foot four white man. Yeah. Yeah, she's like this bald, nutty-looking guy's laying on my car. But I mean, think about that. Like, no one, everyone knows what they would have done. But like, even me, if that guy was on my car, you know what to do. I think the only thing I, I could think of to do is I would pull into a like a, into a parking lot, like a Wendy's, anything. Near me. <laughs> That's and I would just specific. and I would just well, Wendy's is really good. Um, and I would just gun it for like fifteen yards and then just hit the brakes, through, throw that guy off. Like I don't care. Yeah. I don't. I don't care. I don't want this guy headbutting through my windshield. I mean, you don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's some sort of weird form of assault. I've oh yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's terrifying. Wait, I honestly, I'm I feel sorry like you, that you went through you, that. That's yeah, that's gross. actually very horrible, I mean, Carissa. Hopefully, that's the creepiest thing that's happened to you since you guys moved up here. Oh, for sure. Okay. Well, I mean, it was starting on a high note. It was like right after we moved up here, and I, I feel like my dad was like, "Told you." Stay in Akron. I'm like, calm oh, down. Please, like, Go to there's Akron. less com. weird people in Akron. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and that was my thought. I was just like, how are we living in Akron all this time? No. And this doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Go up to Lakewood, where we love and bend her all the time. It happens like in the first five days. Yeah. yeah. I'm just happy you got it out of the way. Like that's the that's the pro I can see of the situation. We haven't really it had shouldn't it. have happened, but you we got that weird thing out of the way, and you were like, I'm yeah, fine. It's it's a one off again, and like it's just it's a. 
just Jerry. I've <laughs> like just, if you've ever like Jerry. if you've ever like like uh if if you've ever been in Akron, like I would happily and easily walk around Lakewood at eleven midnight. Without a doubt. But mm-hmm. Akron, I wouldn't walk around there like five. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even walk in Akron. <laughs> I'd be like, no, nah, it's cool. Take it. I used to work in Akron. That was my first job. I commuted down there from up here. No way. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a long drive. I mean, every day. It's like 45, 50 minutes, probably. A solid 50. Where are you? Were you downtown? Yeah, I was working at White Space Creative. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, that is right in down. Yeah, right in downtown. Yeah, I mean it was. Um, it, I mean it was a great first job, but yeah, it was interesting. Like every time we had to park, because they didn't have parking. Obviously, it's in the city, and I'd have yeah. to kind of walk to the office, and like I would get stopped on the daily for like bus money, like pe- you know what I mean. And I was like, oh, I'm just getting used to it. This is a city, you know. They, and you uh, get a little bit of that in the city, like no matter where you are, like downtown. Yeah. Downtown Akron was rough. It, it was it was rough. It, daytime, nighttime, it didn't matter. Like okay, yeah. it was it was walking down Main Street. And this is from me doing this multiple times throughout high school, college, adulthood. Like, walking down Main Street during some of those times, it was always kind of, you had to really be careful. Yeah. Because there, I mean, I I saw dozens of fights down there. Mm. We just break out at like 2 o'clock on like a Wednesday waiting for the bus. And I would just see like a a throwdown brawl between five people. It was just, it was kind of rough down there. I think they moved the bus station to one central spot to eliminate all the people standing around there because most of those people are just waiting for the bus to go to work yeah but their own business other people like, are walking around there punched. trying to get into some shit yeah they're <laughs> yeah. not trying to get punched on their way to their you know their super laborious job you know that's <laughs> sure. fucking terrible i used to go to akron university when i was like okay. when i went to tri no i didn't go there for college i just went there for the parties <laughs> Uh, I went. To, I would. I was a community college legend. Uh, she was like about to be like, you know, good for you. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. No. I did not. I went. I just went there to watch fights happen and people get tear gassed, and it was a hoot. I loved it so it. much. They actually they had to stop those the, like the May Days and Allen. That's when I was going those. there. I went to the last uh, Sherman Fest. I think it was Sherman Fest. Wait, we had a Sherman Fest at Kent. Did you go to Kent? Oh, is that Sherman Stop Fest? Stop it. Oh, yeah, my Chris God. Chris is back on the mic. She goes, I loved Kent Reed, Kent Wright. Can't remember the name of the street. And that's me. Oh, yeah. Kent Reed, Kent Wright, all that. All that bullshit. Husband, <laughs> You're like, oh, oh, fuck you. I know. My husband, like, does it. He loves to rip on me. Wait, like, where'd your husband go? John Carroll. Stop. Well, that's why he rips on Did you. Did you go to John Carroll? Are you serious? Should have had your husband on. I yeah. know. Oh my god, he would love to. He's so funny. You guys would love him. Forrest Company. We'll bring him next yeah. Time. No, I did. I, um, no, I went to John. That's too funny. Are you? Serious? I don't make his. Do you many... make fun of her for going to Ken? No, she doesn't understand the jokes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a John Carroll response. Oh my god. No, well. the. I always thought that that I always thought that Kent State thing was funny, especially because the some of the worst people, the worst people I've ever met in my life, I met at John Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> like hands fucking maybe my yeah. husband <laughs> no i'm sure no, well, how old are you uh i'm 35 i would have thought you were way younger but oh thank you the... he's 38 no i would have just missed him okay, okay. yeah i would have just missed him uh so funny well yeah. it's not that big of a school right no it's so like it's four thousand like, yeah. tops yeah it's pretty yeah. much like a really big high school it seems like yeah but it's yeah. like su- it's super picky about who it, it, basically it's the, the next the world leaders go there and then they go out and start podcasting Lakewood. <laughs> <laughs> all of them oh my gosh yeah that's so funny you went to Kent, she went to and he went to yeah wow so you guys have a very similar like like power struggle in your home <laughs> i guess so I mean, we're like the guy like thinks he's winning and he's not i mean <laughs> <laughs> and you guys go to try c like, for your associates nope nope yeah. just me? okay <laughs> well i was gonna say so you were talking about the akron parties i remember my freshman year at kent 
I had some friends who like were from Akron who lived in the dorm with me at Kent, right? And they were like, oh, we have some friends who are in Akron. Let's go down there for a weekend or for a night and party. We went down just for the night. We didn't even make it through the night yeah. because we were so sketched out. <laughs> we were like, we got to go. Like yeah. we were supposed to sleep over in this one girl's dorm and we went to this party and I was like, I'm, I think I'm actually unsafe here. We got to go. <laughs> so like, because it was getting like rowdy and crazy and there was definitely fights breaking out the we frat like, parties okay. are all the time frat yeah. pa- the frat parties there were kind of i had a i had my my frat uh, parties were like prison cells there. my it, my it first real girlfriend yeah. she was in what uh what uh, it was some sorority she was in a sorority and she was a bunch of like this oh yeah bro like those kind of frat dudes <laughs> pretty much the, the the stereotypical frat dudes but the second she like like we she got too drunk so i was trying to like be like hey and she was like, no, just fucking, you talk to that girl. And I was like, I used to work with her. I was just saying hi. And all of her dudes like, yo, give her some fucking space, bro. And I was just watching all the pornos that I tried to ignore <laughs> out of having a girlfriend. <laughs> I tried to ignore them all. And I did not, that was that was a bad taste in my mouth. You know, it was a very, a very common thing in fights in Akron. And this is, and I was the same way. Like I, my first and third times getting tear gas was at these akron things yeah they were just you've been tear gas i've times. been tear gassed once oh my three times one once. All very, in akron? very first no one was in cleveland oh um, <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, it's not not really my opener in a lot of discussions <laughs> yeah, nice to meet um, you yeah no uh the, the very first one was during one of those allen fest and i mean one of these canisters landed like fucking eight feet from me and it burns like crazy and, like, you watched it oh explode too like you watched that thing the landed i looked and i was like who's throwing cans and i was like oh my god <laughs> and i mean here. me and my friends ran i mean it, you, that shit hangs with you for like 12 hours yeah oh. you can't sleep your you eyes are watery and all red it's, and it's really really bad oh my but god. the the thing that happened with those akron parties a lot because akron's a, a decent sized school you would i don't know why this happened this is bonker stupid even in college, I was like, this is immature, yeah. and look at me. <laughs> but you would run into somebody that went to another high school that you didn't go to, and you'd start talking about high school sports. And then someone would bring up, yeah, man, we beat you in districts, and a fight would break out. It was a very <laughs> common thing. It was a very common thing. <laughs> wow. That I actually kind of got into a fight because I was making fun of the fight happening. <laughs> <laughs> they were, That's very meta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were just, I mean, so I was like, we're kind of breaking things things up and then i was like well, dude what was going on like they're talking shit bro because they beat us in, in districts i'm like high school districts they're like yeah i'm like well, that's fucking stupid yeah. <laughs> you guys need to grow up and like bro i'm like ah fuck. here we go <laughs> yeah, i did not think that gas. through I, I tried to, <laughs> i'm gonna go outside and get tear gas where it's safer i tried <laughs> to break up a fight in kent there were two people like fighting in a field i think it was like right by sherman street or something yep. like there was like a side street and there was like it looked like there was like this tiny little field right okay uh, it was like in between like couple houses, and these two dudes were. This one dude was wailing this other guy, and there's just like 25 college kids just watching it. And I stepped in, they're like, "No, dude, let it happen." I was like, "That guy's getting his ass beat right they're now." They're throwing dollar bills into the circle. Like, yeah, it was yeah. fucking weird. I get that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't step in unless it was really, really. This bad. guy was getting his ass beat, and I was yeah, like, "Step in, just it, tell the guy to lay off." If it was like a point of no return where this guy's just laying on the ground, someone's just getting his ass, then yeah, I, I think so. that's but what it was. If and two guys to, fight, yeah. I'm just like, "No, oh, I'm curious. We'll see what happens." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to get involved, but I do want to watch. <laughs> yeah, everyone. There's sure. like 25, 30 yeah. people just like, they, 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 and they weren't like cheering on or like they were just there just to, they, they were probably too drunk just watching. 
Yeah. I've never got that out of my head. I was like, oh, this is like, maybe this is adulthood. Just people just watching chaos happen. Right. <laughs> is this what the world is? Yeah. In Akron, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I had friends who lived on Sherman Street, so I spent, like, a lot of time um, uh. on that street. And, like, the house, it was, like, I don't know, ten dudes living in a house. and <laughs> That's like, what it was, yeah. Oh, my God, the bathrooms. <laughs> guys. Like, oh, dude, but there was time, like, in, like, in the late... Late '90s, early 2000s, downtown Akron, like those houses, it looked like fucking Beirut. Yeah. <laughs> like those houses were just like being held together by duct tape and beer cans. Like yeah. it was just bad, really bad. And there was always, yeah, like my buddies, you know, my buddies, the, the ones that went to Akron, they it was like 20 of them all living in like a decent sized house, but this house should have been condemned. Right, it it's was. like a big enough house for that many people, but yeah. it's like, is this but it was livable? terrible. Yeah. It was terrible. Is there running water? Yeah, there's, there's of like, course no furniture. You know, like, this there's seems some like, holding chairs. There's probably pubes like, everywhere. It seems like the kind of house Definitely. that... Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Pubes everywhere. It seems like the kind of house that has a well in the back, but there's no well. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you know it doesn't have running water. Yeah. And the water that does run is being siphoned away from someone else's house. It's just... it's the <laughs> Yeah, it sucked. I do blame movies for that, because when I was a kid, I used to love American Pie. Because like, that's what that's what high school is going to be oh, like. Oh, yeah. And you see American Pie 2, that's what college is going to be like. Yeah. And then you hit reality. Just any college-themed movie is... Is all just a bunch of happy people just like drinking having fun no one's puking it's a beautiful house and you actually see it you're like well all these kids are making a fucking mess yeah and they are not getting their security deposit back My, uh, <laughs> no oh way. yeah man no way man when i found out what a security deposit was it's like oh <laughs> man we really should have thought about that yeah <laughs> we are not getting that back <laughs> have you ever so okay here's a movie that i have seen have you ever seen the movie the skulls with paul walker yeah of course yeah, yeah you when you said secret society i was about to say <laughs> that the skulls one of my favorite movies but that movie gave me a very skewed perspective of what college is because oh because the place <laughs> that they lived this is like a um ivy league college right yeah mm-hmm. and they're I even, I was like taking videos when I rewatched the movie this past fall because I was like, oh my God, look at these quote unquote dorm rooms that they're living in. It's like this beautiful oh my God, they were like, turret in a castle. They're lofts. They're lofts. And it's They all look like, like the studio apartment in Friends. Like they were oh, beautiful. I don't know. They have leather furniture. They have this they like, had furniture. dumb waiter where they can send pizzas up to each other. No futon in sight. They have running water. And I was like, this. Like, that is what I thought I was going into when I was headed to college. Like, yeah. I mean, of course I knew that I was going to Kent. It wasn't going to look like that. But it was like... Something like all that, of, a little right, bit. That kind of living situation or, you know, just that level of, like, they had decor. Yeah. They had things you could tell that, like, they traveled and brought things back. And they stuff. had money. Like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> that was a fucking lie. They had oh, yeah. money. Remember when you walk into your dorm room for the first time? You're just like... <laughs> oh, I thought I was going to die. Am I the <laughs> like, This? Okay, this looks like a prison. I remember <laughs> walking in there, I'm just like, am I the janitor? Yeah. Am I the janitor of this dorm room? The walls are I'm in the janitor block. Closet. Like, you know, you're yeah. like, I'm, this is what's happening. And the mattress is like covered in vinyl, like plastic. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and everything, I don't see, I don't think I ever, I don't think I took anything back that I moved in with my, when I moved into the dorm. I think I just threw all that stuff out. I was yeah. like, I just don't think that these shirts are any good anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is a shithole. Yeah. yeah. I know. Movies I do miss that. Really... <laughs> College? Oh, God. Well, I mean, yeah. I miss aspects of it. The school part was super dumb. But, For like, sure. I really liked, I liked, I was one of those people that, you know, not that I was, like, sheltered, but, I mean, I really liked the freedom of just kind of, 
just walk around just kind of doing anything that I thought of at any given time, which was, you know, a, a good and a bad. But <laughs> I did. I enjoyed, I enjoyed that aspect of it. If it wasn't, if there wasn't classes attached to it, it would have been like an awesome time. Well, there's no other time in your life where all of your friends are in one place yeah. and oftentimes you're living together and you have the same priorities and you're going through the same thing. Yeah. And, you know. <laughs> Throw in being drunk 40% yeah. of the time. Yeah. yeah. And like that's, it's just such a unique, um, I don't know, experience and time in your life. So I always, I understand now how people are just like enjoy like every second of that because then yeah. you oh, yeah. get a job and you move on and your friends move on and it's so much harder to like have adult friendships and things like that when I have a, get busy. I have a college roommate that is literally one mile from where we're sitting and I never see him. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm an adult. It's yeah. just, it's just, it's just, it's very, very different. Yeah. Like a friend will text me like, can we get dinner soon? I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh, what are you doing in September? <laughs> I think we have an opening in September. And not an opening as in we're super busy. It's just it's crap that just keeps coming up. Totally. Like my mom will send me Shit's something. Changed. I'm like, cool, thanks for ruining that weekend. But yeah, th that's a, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's a thing. One thing that we've talked about a lot with past guests is do you remember like the last like three months of college when you're like, shit's about to get real? Oh, yeah. Like this, this party's going to end. And someone's going to ask me a question at work, and they're going to expect me to know it. <laughs> like, yeah. Do you remember what that was like? Yeah. It was it was tough. I mean, I so I went to Kent and went through their graphic design program, which is, like, grueling, right? Like, very grueling. Unless you went to John Carroll and you think it's preschool. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's just, just crayons. Like and... Jesus camp sometimes. Exactly. I'm so out of you know? this. We just think it's crayons and cartoons, but yeah. whatever. Yeah. But... Like, yeah, we had our, you know, portfolio show and all of that. And it was like we were interviewing for our jobs and everything. And I'm thinking, oh, man, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, it's one thing to be good at what you're doing in college, mm -hmm. but then to have the reality of, like, there's somebody who's going to own a company and they're going to hire me. And I'm going to have to know, like you said, the answers to questions. Yeah. And, like, we're going to have different. clients who are, like, people who are counting on us and... I'm People are going to be like, you shouldn't, <laughs> you know I mean? I'm scared. Yeah, They're going to be scared. like, you shouldn't be drinking at 11. You're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, I didn't even, you, so I mean, you just mentioned something that was completely foreign to me, which was interviewing for jobs before college was over. Oh, yeah. I, I waited till the last fucking minute. <laughs> did you have any internships? No, I didn't. I okay. know. Oh, well, okay, I did, but it wasn't a good one, and I don't even think it was real. Yeah. I somehow had an internship. At Were the you selling energy drinks? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't selling anything. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of energy drinks, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I had an internship at the Grog Shop. Oh, my God, that's so cool. That's really cool. It wasn't. No, but thank really? you for the support, but no, it was not. It wasn't like. <laughs> uh, it wasn't because, so I, because I thought the same thing. I'm like, grog shop, internship, fuck you accountants. This is way better. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, I got down there and they're like, we need, it wasn't an internship. It somehow got qualified as that. But essentially I had the job of a, of a high, like a 15 year old. Mm. And they're like, all right, man, so we got shows coming up. So we need you to put up flyers over there and all through the streets. And I'm like, I mean, I can do this, but is this paid? And they're like, kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. But I, I was able to put it on my red, but I mean, I mean, it was awesome because I was done working in about 90 minutes because <laughs> yeah. there wasn't much for me to do. It was bad because I got paid for like 90 minutes <laughs> and it wasn't a lot. Yeah. So I was still bartending, obviously. Yeah. So okay. Your internship's what I do to prepare for a comedy show. Exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. So you're kind of yeah. So you're interning right now. Yeah. yeah. You're, you've got your own internship curriculum going on. Yeah. Right yeah. Now. And I'm my own boss. Yeah. I'm like, damn, what what happened here? <laughs> but I, I would lie about it all the time. Yeah. Because people are like intern at the grog shop. That's awesome. I'm like, it's so cool. It's horrible. Just take the credit for it being cool. That's yeah. exactly yeah. what I did. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what you're supposed. I still do that to this day. Good. I mean, I just fucked you that just up with you guys. Yourself, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you ever go to the grog? Like, yeah, I used to intern here. Yeah. It was really <laughs> yeah. Cool. No, I, I pay full price. Yeah. So, so I'm getting into this free kid 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 cutty concert. That's what's happening. Yes. I uh, in terms of your uh, your shop, so uh, there's a style and like an aesthetic to it. So mm-hmm. are you? I know you said you went to the design, so mm-hmm. you're you're creating a lot of these. Yeah, I create like all of our graphic. Um, T-shirts, our sweatshirts, our social media, all of our marketing, all that stuff. So, um, and I think, like, that's part of building the brand is having, like, a cohesive color palette, cohesive approach, cohesive messaging, and all of that. So, I think that's why it's been difficult to even think about, like, delegating some of our social. Like, a lot of people are like, you know, you've got a lot on your plate. Like, is that something that someone could take over for you? But... I think having it in a consistent voice is like you want that to be cohesive. You know, you, you're speaking on behalf of your brand, mm-hmm. and you don't want to kind of lose. It's flexibility and consistency all at the same time. Yeah, okay. for sure, for sure. So that's kind of part of the um, extension that we've tried to create with the physical environment is like what people have come to expect from us through online, through our website, through our social, and kind of translating what that feels like in, like, a physical space, like I was saying. So, um, I mean, it's it's fun. It's been, like, a really great creative outlet, but I've been wearing all of the different hats. So it's, like, as we grow, you have to become comfortable with Eventually, something some has things, to, something's right? got to drop, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so, um, I mean, of course, I don't like dealing with bookkeeping and accounting, so I've had an accountant, thank God, for the last couple of years, like, as we've grown. So things like that where I know... That it's better handled by somebody who's like taking some of that non-creative stuff off of my plate, sure. which is good. How's it like adjust? Like adjust because obviously you've had to adjust with times. I've never ran a store or anything like that. So like <laughs> what? Because you have to you have to change a lot of things up like like mm-hmm. randomly. You know, like like what are what are a lot of like little things that have like that you've had to change. I mean, it's funny. Like Adam and Rob and I have even talked about how you know you'll have something where whether it's selling or not, you might move it around and people discover it in a totally different way. So I feel like within the store, you're constantly moving things around. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just kind of like the, the, almost like the aesthetic of the store, like where things are placed. Exactly. Like you could have something on one shelf and no one touches it for a week and then you move it and you put it somewhere else and then all of a sudden people are like, oh, here's this thing that they're selling. And I'm like, that's weird. Nobody yeah. has literally picked that up in like two weeks, which yeah. is so bizarre. It's, because weir- it's true, but it's very weird. It's so weird. Yeah. And there's really no rhyme or reason or science to it it's not like something that you can research and figure out like i've watched so many youtube videos about merchandising and trying to understand how people experience a store like they say for the most part the majority of people walk into a store and they turn right so it's like you're trying to think about what that path looks like and creating that path for them yeah but then you're trying to figure out what you want to put in their place at a certain point and sometimes there's no rhyme or reason like yeah um 
it makes no sense. So you're really just, it's like, you're just learning on the fly yeah. and experimenting. And even like end caps and like, like, yeah. like the idea, like people don't know what an end cap is that like yeah. I've never worked in any type of store. Mm -hmm. But like, I remember learning that I used to work at, uh, speaking of Akron, I used to work at this place, Acme. It was in oh, Parma. Acme, yeah. I uh -huh. used to work there and my one boss, he was just, he was that dude who's been working for the company since he was a teenager. <laughs> and he's like, end caps are key. Yeah. End caps are key. We're going to sell all the, all the, all the sale items on the end cap it's the first thing people see and i was like what else he's like that's it and just like stumbled away <laughs> that's a strategy you're, yeah you're like, like thanks for the industry insight i'm trying to buy weed yeah, yeah. He's like, now put these shelves up buddy i was like i need to go to akron in three hours can i get off early he's like no <laughs> Finish these end that is so weird yeah it, it, it really like i understand the putting certain items like at the counter impulse buy i've always mm -hmm. kind of understood that to an extent but some of the other ones, like just moving something like from the left side of the store to the right side of the store, and all of a sudden start selling, it makes no sense. It really but doesn't. I know that's a real thing, though. Mm -hmm. And it never has anything to do with the product, right? Like we no, don't no, no, no. stock anything that we don't believe in and love and are obsessed with that creates the feeling of you know being at a lake house or having that lake experience. So it's never about the product. Like if something's not moving, I'm like it's it's either where it's at, they're not seeing it. So you just start to experiment with like placement, you know, or pricing or, you know, things like that. There's a lot of different factors, but yeah, it's pretty incredible when you move something and all of a sudden you're like, now people are picking it up. Yeah, you'll see like it. four people grab the different thing and like the same thing in like 10 minutes. And you're like, what the fuck did I just, how did I do that? <laughs> I know. I know. Yep. It's the subconscious mind of a shopper. Yeah. Which is good. Like I, that's not like anything negative, but No, it's well, so every, weird. Like everything has kind of like a psychological component to it wh whether anyone knows it or not. Right. It just it just does. And you can't always figure it out. Like you can't I can't figure it out. Someone can't articulate to me why they picked something up or why they didn't necessarily. They just they, do. They, just like they saw something nature. and they liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really the funny. one that stood out to me was I, I remember talking to uh, somebody about traffic stops, and they were saying that red cars are have a higher percentage of being pulled over, yep. and it's because it catches the eye. Mm -hmm. So if there's a red car, two black cars, and a white car going the all going 15 miles an hour over the speed limit, the red car gets pulled over. Wow. It's just a weird your brain just kind of like calculates in a different a different way yep. and that stuck with me because i'm like fuck that is so weird yeah and i haven't bought a red car since i had a red car and someone told me that fact yeah and they were like you better watch out because people are gonna be looking for you um while you're speeding i was like wonderful i just bought a red car thing <laughs> you just you were like look at my car I'm like oh you're fucked i know you're target you're like, like oh i just got a red car and i'm a really bad yeah. driver yeah. <laughs> yeah the mafia is going to be coming after you for what i don't fucking know but they don't I like know. red cars yeah Copy there's a i totaled that car so yeah. <laughs> oh, pretty well, quickly. hey at least you didn't get pulled over yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a Toast. real there's a lot of like weird psychological things like it's almost like like tricks that the brain plays you don't even know it's really even happening and that's one yeah and same thing in terms of the way that something is positioned in a store like it, it looks better for some reason right whether however it's over here it's on a mannequin or something like that you're like wow that that looks way better than if it's folded it's a lot of really i've seen some of these things too you talk about like youtube mm -hmm. i haven't necessarily seen those but i've seen some of those kind of like psychological changes or, or tricks that your mind plays on you that you don't really even think about but very much happen all the day all the time yeah and people apply that to, to like to like sales strategies right 
Yeah, I've noticed too, even with um, what we place in the window. So it's like we have to switch up what's in the window quite often. And it's very interesting to see because it's like it's one of those things where if I'm in the store, I can see people walking by when they're like looking in. But oftentimes they can't always like see in, you know, if yeah. it's bright out or something. And oh, I just thought you had two-way mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so Basically. weird. <laughs> it, it does have an effect at some point. Like, I don't think people realize I can see them, especially when they're, like, putting their face up to the glass. The I'm like, dirty I, faces. I can literally see you. Um, Breathing and everything on the nice glass. Oh, yeah. Well, I will say we've had, like, I don't know, you get people who, like, spit on your windows or, like, draw on your, you know, we've had some. Jump on your car and lick the windshield. Jump on your yeah. car <laughs> licking it's, our windows. I've only known for that to happen once, but it was pretty, it was yeah. intense. Pretty intense. Turned out to be one of our best customers. Yeah. 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 His name's Jerry. Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Friendships gonna... are forming. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, Jerry's not getting hired at the store. <laughs> and he's probably banned. Yeah, he's definitely banned. I know. Sometimes we will get, like, random people who wander in, like, you know, there's some, like, fun neighborhood characters, but that's, that's part of the charm. It, that's Cleveland. <laughs> it's Cleveland, right. Like, we're oh, in the city. Oh, can't escape it. So yeah, you can't escape that, yeah. Like, even, yeah. like, just around, because, like, what, because you're at the block, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's not Ohio City, it's really close to Ohio City. Correct. And it's in between Ohio City and kind of... Gordon Square, like it's kind, it's more a little, right? It's a little. I would say it's a little closer. Well, you to turn Ohio the corner, City. you ba- you turn the corner, and you're in Ohio City. Yeah, it's just, yeah. yeah. But it's twenty, really like 29th, 28th. Yeah. There's a lot on 28th. Like you've got like South. There's like Saint Ignatius and everything, and um, but yeah, cl- pretty like a few steps from Ohio City. It's, but you take a few steps in any other direction, and like you're in a residential neighborhood, and it's like you know, it's just it's the city. So yeah. You, I've realized we're bound to get that anywhere. I, I mean, because we're in Lakewood right now, so yeah. I mean, what from Lakewood? Lakewood's kind of the last stop where it's kind of the city. I would say. I mean, this For is sure. obviously a suburb yeah. of Cleveland, but it's very fucking close. It also has because of the amount of like restaurants and bars that it has too, and shops. It does have a, a bit. It has a more city than neighborhood feel. It's more, it's more but it also here. does have a neighborhood feel to it as more well. More city people live here than suburban people, oh, yeah, yeah, I would yeah. say. Yeah. yeah. The suburban attitude. I mean, there are, there's a, it's a really good suburb over here too. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. It's I more, I, I'm sorry. I think like when I think of like compared to suburbs and cities, I think more cities are generally more liberal and more suburbs are generally more conservative. They always are. I kind of put it in that aspect. Mm-hmm. If it's more liberal, like right over here, you could assume, I could assume that this is more of like. It always is. It's all. It just, hist- I mean, historic, currently, geographically and politically, rural areas are much more conservative. Cities are much more liberal. And that's everywhere. Yeah. In the U.S., everywhere. Just, all yeah. major cities are usually run by liberal mayors or liberal everything. It's just the way it always Yeah, is. for the most. Unless you're, like, in, like, Alabama because, yeah. or something. Right. Where there's that, no that, cities. Then all the liberals <laughs> live in the suburbs. Well, in Georgia, too, and they've started to flip a lot of those cities, like, in, in Georgia, where you would expect, you know, it's a more rural area where... You know they're leaning more conservative, and there's, things have started to flip. There's weird. Oh no! So that that's real. That's I just real. I was oh, just kind of kidding. Yeah, so George is a really good example of that, where a, a more liberal is now being flipped, and it's not necessarily being flipped, but like in California, just in the last six months, they have recalled I think three of their city council council people in Los Angeles and recalled their district attorney, um, which in California I think is unheard of, you know, because yeah. that's a super super liberal state and city but they have they're kind of an anomaly they have such a an astronomical homeless and and crime problem that 
It gets, but Even then, the LA people are like, "All right, look, we're we're all about being liberal, but you guys got to fucking clean this shit up." Yeah. <laughs> Even they're recalling their DA, which I never thought would happen. Yeah. So it, this is a weird time, though. But yeah, and then you look at a place like Georgia, who's historically one way. Now you're seeing it shift. Florida wasn't necessarily won by a landslide Florida's in the last just election there. either. Like that's also. It's getting more half and half, or it could go either way. Right. The next election is going to be kind of nutty. I'm very. I don't even want to think about it, honestly. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I know my husband. and I were just talking yeah. about it over the like when we were on vacation. You yeah. know, we were like, should we go back to the United States or should we just chill out here in <laughs> France and stay here? You got really close to that Twitter thought. You're like, let's do it. I, I mean, we're. Yeah. It's still, it's still a very tempting idea. But yeah, I mean, it's only a couple years away, so. Who the knows? last two were fucking nutty. Oh, so oh. nutty! Like more nutty than I have the mental capacity for. I can't do it again. I think so that. Like, I think this. I think this next one is going to take the cake because it's literally an open field oh man no one knows <laughs> I, I was scared. watching <laughs> i'm scared i don't i don't I'm know my therapist. i'm yeah. ter- i'm terrified rachel help me i'm terrified because i think i think i think is going to happen i think trump is going to have so many different lawsuits open for him that he's not going to be able to he's still going to no matter what Announce he's, a candidacy. He's jumping in there, yeah, for yeah. sure. But he's going to have, I think, so much litigation. I think that's what is probably going to take him away. But I think Republicans are salivating at the ch- chance to grab DeSantis and throw him in there. Oh, my God, I will die. Quite frankly, like, I, 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 think, I think if the election was today, based on what the liberals have versus conservatives, I think DeSantis would run away with it pretty Not easily, but not with much of a fight. Because yeah. liberals don't have anybody that... I don't know who they're even thinking about. I really don't. I, I don't know who it would be. That's why I think it's an open field. That's why I think the next one's going to be nuttier. Brian and I are going to announce our candidacy. Because pretty much anyone can yeah, do it. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to run. I'm going to run. Sternick 2024. I'm yeah. pretty excited. Except he'll yeah. get the year wrong. He'll be like, Sternick 2025. And I'm going to like, put... Oh, pop- this, this guy's a trailblazer. I'm putting pop machines <laughs> in every cafeteria. I am, I'm going to make sure the mascots are at every event... Including the cheerleaders, I'm just that, that's. I think that's the best way to win. Just act like you're running. For Someone's gonna ask like, "What about crime?" He's gonna like, "Yes, pop machines in every crime yeah, area." Yeah. And we're bringing uh, uh, Michelle Obama years ago took away the cookies. I'm bringing them back. We're bringing back. <laughs> Michelle said, "Don't be fat." I said, "Be fat." Yeah, be fat. Be fat with soda and yeah. cookies. And I'm gonna start at 25. And everyone should buy really long red ties. <laughs> Can you bring back the Fruitopia machines? You bet your ass I will. I'm bringing back Fruitopia machines. I'm bringing back fucking vanilla Coke. It's going to be like normal again. If a candidate yeah. came back and said, I'm bringing back Bubblicious in MySpace, he'd have my vote. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I have very yeah. simple needs at this point. Are, yeah. are, are, are I think s- all of you are ding-dongs, so I, I don't really care. I just want someone that has a really cool sign. Are you sick of Facebook because you can't put a, uh, uh, your favorite music video yes, very on your much. profile? I very much am. Yeah. I'm trying to. We were talking to what's her name from uh from CLE Girls. I really like. I message her a little. I'm like, I'm like, I'm dead serious. I want to get this MySpace thing going. Yeah, we again. talked about that. Like, I want to have a <laughs> Cleveland MySpace where everyone that comes on here starts a MySpace, and we're all friends, and we all start our own little MySpace group, I'm and in. we just slowly grow it. We slowly grow. We yeah. call it, and is, we call it our space. Can you even go to like MySpace.com? What I haven't tried yet. I hope. Yeah. I'm try, I try it every. I try every couple years. Chris is going to do some. Chris is going to do some quick research. Yeah, she, yeah, she's our. Uh, or oh, she's going to get yeah. stumped. She went to Kent State. Yeah. <laughs> can't read. Can't write. Can't she get might back just on be like <laughs> noodles. <laughs> Bada boom. Oh man. Do you ever? Uh, do you ever partner with other like 
stores or shop, like you know how like uh, uh, breweries will actually do like a collaboration together. Do you mm-hmm. do anything like that with other shops? Yeah, for sure. Um, I've done a couple of different collaborations. Do you guys know Blair Ritchie? Yes. Okay, so she and I have done a few different collabs on like um, a map tote. So she okay. had this like canvas tote bag, and we've done map totes. So we did a few different neighborhoods. We did a Rocky River tote. We did a Lakewood tote and a Cleveland tote. Um, so we've done like art collaborations in that way. And I've also done like her logo and things like that. So I do some graphic design services and things like that as well. Um, so I'd say that was like one of our big collaborations. Um, but along the way I've done like other partnerships, like Bruella's and I, do you, are you, do you guys know, I know the name? Yeah. Okay, cool. yeah. Um, so they're just on Madison and Lakewood and a couple summers ago we collaborated on like their summer menu because they're very good at doing seasonal releases where they'll do a seasonal coffee menu, different crepes, and then they'll decorate for every season. So when you walk by the storefront, they have like something really cool and compelling that really draws you into the store. Um, So we collaborated on like a summer menu and we like decorated the space together. Um, It was really fun. You're saying the most interesting thing and all I hear is dog claws. (laughs) Roscoe, walk on the carpet for God's sakes. He's sitting down now. He's He's sitting down. Well, he's tired. He's been moving for 10, 12 feet. Um, (laughs) That's cool. I like that. I I do like the, uh, and it, it goes back to kind of what we talked about earlier about there's room for everyone and that's it's collaborating it's not necessarily competitive for sure and there's like so many different ways that i think the cleveland community tries to help each other whether it's different businesses or you know people who are um like starting their own thing or have restaurants like there's a lot of cross promotional opportunities and i think um everybody is very supportive in the community which i think is really nice like you said it's not competitive like i have nothing competitive going on with a coffee shop right so it's like really nice to join forces especially when you're kind of with like-minded you know creative individuals and you can create something kind of like looking unique. for that guiltless tote coming yeah. out soon <laughs> yeah i'm happy to do a little guiltless tote i was sure. about to say that because i mean there are some there are some types of competitive people maybe it's just more in my realm there is sometimes there's more of a doggy dog but for the most part Everyone real like the people I like working with are obviously people that want to work with other people and mm-hmm. even in the same in the same like vicinity, same business, yeah. or just work with people who complete different different businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the 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 community overall is pretty supportive. Um, I, I, there I, are like I'll be honest though, there are a few. Like Always. people that just Always. like they're, they're sipping the haterade too hard, but those are the people that really don't last. Yeah, no, I, I, it's not a good like attitude, really. But it's not. that gets around. Like people, yeah. Again, like people the notice other, it. The other thing about your area, the one that you're in, I think I mentioned earlier, was the the support that happened. I mean, I'm not gonna name anyone, but all the ones in the area did kind of name one place that was around you that didn't have the same kind of like-minded that the rest of you did Mm -hmm. and but that gets around it really does and especially in this day and age like think about like the the town hall example you know like like i mean what had happened (laughs) what had happened a couple years ago i mean that's that's almost like divided people down there like hey we were this we were those people we thought the food was good. We loved hanging out there. We haven't been there since. Mm-mm. You know, it's you don't a, forget that if you if you know what's up, you don't forget <laughs> that shit. You don't. Oh no, you don't. Yeah, and the, I will say so. The first weekend that we opened, I think almost every owner from that neighborhood 
came into the shop, which I was yeah. so overwhelmed by. It was so That's nice. Cool. Like Alex came in, he's like, Hey, I own jukebox. The owner from the Bob stop across the street came yeah. over, introduced himself. Like everybody was so nice and supportive and stopped by. They bought stuff. They introduced themselves. And I was like, wow, this is really overwhelming. Like I didn't expect that, you know? Uh, yeah. I don't which, think, I don't think people do until yeah. it happens because other other areas that wouldn't happen. Yeah, and not from malicious intent. It's just it's a that's just not the way that that area operated. But you're in an area where that's a hundred percent how people operate. Yeah, it was it was really great, and it's so small in there too. Like you can walk around, and you're so close to everybody. So it's only in everybody's best interest to yep. really just not be in each other's business in a negative way. Like to yeah. lift each other up, and you know, foot traffic to the area is good for everybody. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I just the support was um, was really nice. But it's that old fashioned, hey, we're neighbors. Let us let us know if we can help you out. Yeah, exactly. And especially when you're very new to the neighborhood and you're new to just having a store in general, it's like, oh my gosh, who are my neighbors? Can I count on them? Like, if something happens. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was a really good sense of security. But yeah, I think that type of um, negativity, or if people start to like peel back and like reveal skeletons to a business like you know you're talking about town mm. hall as an example you can't go back from that yeah like i have spent a lot of dinners at town hall or have gone out there and it's so fun to like party there and do things and then you just read certain things and you're like i can't i can't do that yeah. we were the same way I, I love going there on sundays yeah. uh getting avocado toast and beer at kind of a weird time and uh <laughs> But then, yeah, in but the morning, after... like Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's that? 7 a.m.? I'll have a wine. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, but yeah, it was It was kind of like a... Not even really a wake-up call. It was just a... Hey, man, I mean, it's bread and avocado. We'll find it somewhere else. Exactly. But it's just not something that I think that we can support knowing what we know. And it's not like it's an opinion piece. It's like the stuff's out there. Like, we, we know it. Yeah. You know, and you just kind of have to... I don't want to say pick sides, but and I'm I'm also not going to openly campaign and say everyone down with town hall, down with town hall. I'll just do my talking with my dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, 100%. And that's the biggest thing. You just vote with your dollar. Yeah. And, like, I think when you're – it's one thing to be competitive or say that you don't like another business or something, but to be open about hating certain types of groups of people – yeah hateful yeah. comments and things like that different. that's a totally different. different story we're in a new we're in a new age where yeah. you might have been able to say dumb shit like that in the fucking 80s and you know no one gives a shit but now people yeah. see that shit it's different like, it, it, it does people see that you, shit yeah. and when especially like there's a difference between if like i think a lot of people can't tell when someone is genuinely sorry and works on change yeah. compared to when it's either or if it's like a business scheme or if someone's just fucking like yeah i'm just gonna ignore that i did that yeah mm -hmm. you know yeah. i mean that is again it kind of goes full circle that is kind of a human thing that we all realize when someone is sorry or when someone if someone realizes they fucked up and they did something stupid um it is easier to be like oh well, yeah like we all fuck up but the town hall you just watch people cover it up and you're like oh, this isn't we're all seeing this corporate bullshit go down. Uh, the it, worst thing you can do is limit comments on your social media. Yeah. That is the that is the the, the tell all of oh you fucked mainly because we got <laughs> yeah. some good, mainly because we got some good likes on our comments. We got blocked. <laughs> Were you guys commenting? On oh this yeah, got, yeah Gilles we, got they, like six hundred likes or some yeah, shit. Yeah, I got like two hundred. Yeah, personally. town hall blocked us. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, I mean, good riddance. Right? And blocked like, us. Yeah, I'm not mad about not it. Not blocking because we were going on our Instagram and like fuck these guys. We were posting 
Cleveland scene articles about what was going on. That was it. Almost yeah. with no commentary. But I, I did, also know I a did lot do of people. Some commentary. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I didn't say anything like to be funny. I was just like, because I like doing shit to be funny. But when it's something like that, I'm just like, they, yo, this is not a good call. You you just dug yourself a hole and people see it. And yeah. then I got a bunch of likes. Next thing I know, I'm just like, yeah. Whoa, that comment's not. No comments are there anymore. Well, huh. they took they took one uh one of them. They took the entire post down. And it was a very ill-timed post after what had happened, but yeah, they. But uh, my understanding from talking to a lot of people, they blocked a lot of people during yeah. that time. Yeah. Uh, we still have not been welcomed back. Yeah. Um, go, go, go get our avocado toast somewhere else. True story. <laughs> I Guys, know. Bone broth cures COVID. So. Bone broth. <laughs> no, I'm serious. They posted about that. Did. Town hall during COVID. They posted about like you're getting COVID because your immune system is weak and like here's the benefits of bone broth and I was like this is fucking disgusting like, <laughs> that's I'm serious you guys it's horrible <laughs> I actually I people it. were flipping out like oh yeah it. people lost their shit about that but then there's people on there too being like yeah truth I'm like <laughs> yeah. what <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I just got done bleaching my fruit, and I'm gonna have this broth right after yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. The funniest that, thing is, someone's like, "I love that. I love your menu. I love that the Kardashians show up there. I got your back, Town Hall." And everyone's like, "Shut up, bitch." <laughs> oh, we <laughs> had <laughs> honestly, but I mean, but then, it, but like, whenever an opportunity would come up, you'd be. Although we've had we had a guest on here, and uh, this is way after all this Town Hall stuff happened. And we actually, I think we even talked about this, either before the recording or after. And, uh, you know, they were just like, oh, yeah, totally, totally, totally. Like six months later, they're like, had a great time at this event at Town Hall. They're posting. I'm just like, oh, yeah. It's amazing how your convictions do kind of fall apart when opportunity knocks. I know sure. exactly what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about, about yeah. 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 And, and, you know, it's someone who I still, if I saw them, I'd be like, Good to see. You. I wouldn't. I'm not going to shit on them. It's not my place, you know. For sure. The you the this you is a, the this propaganda. is a very very true story. The person. That you, so the the thing about the town hall thing, you know what it was essentially it was the general manager made a comment to somebody saying, "If you don't like it, go home." Mm-hmm. I do think it was kind of blown out of proportion to an extent, but then they doubled down. And uh, that guy, I know that guy. I was in a band with him in Akron. Okay. <laughs> like, legit. Yikes. His name's Ryan Hartzell. Fuck him. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. What? It's his real name. You can Google it. I mean, it's like... And uh, it's funny. I remember talking to a friend of mine in Akron, and I was like, did you hear all this shit about him? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. He was an asshole when we were kids, too. Oh. <laughs> and yeah. But that's... It's just funny. Like, I could... I even... I think I even may have reached out to him to see if he wanted to come on and talk about it. But obviously, he didn't. No. Like, so, yeah, the next best thing is Brian and yeah. I had on the... Uh, we had on the law, the civil rights lawyer that represented the pr- protesters at Town Hall. Okay. Who told us some amazing stories. <laughs> And, and afterwards, he can only say so much because it was like so. Afterwards, he's sure. like, "We're not recording, right?" I'm like, "No." He goes, and then told us more. Like, "Fuck." Yeah. <laughs> it's that thing has layers, like layers. Of, oh, for sure. It's open know, now. I think he yeah. can openly talk. People about know it now. about people know about the layers now, but like especially the, even some of the things like I can't believe how much is actually involved, how deep the George's kind of reach goes in the city. It's it's oh, kind of fucked. It's super fucked. It's super fucked. Like you were talking about the person who. I don't know if they, like, went back to, you said, an event at Town Hall or something. Like, <laughs> I'll get invited to, you know, different PR things or openings and yeah. stuff like that. Which and is kind of what this one was that I referenced. Yeah, and if you don't know that that property is 
owned by the Georges or whatever, like it would be really easy to just not do your research and be like, yeah, sure, I'll go there and post about this. And you see all the shit that they like. They they they'll get like big celebrities in there eating brunch or some shit. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's a, well, a lot of them don't know either. Yeah, you know? no, it's they a, don't. Like some people don't pay attention, but like once you're turned onto it and you're aware of it, then it's like. Yeah, I'm going to decline an event if there's an association with that because I don't want to be posting about something where it's making it seem like I'm cool and condoning like this behavior that they're doing in other areas. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like it's, you just have to pay tough. attention it to is. Yeah. You, you do. And, you know, and, and, and the accidents happen, right? Like sometimes people don't know and hey, they, you yeah. know, and they're like, oh, fuck, you know, I went to this thing and I posted about it and. Yeah, like if a celebrity comes in from out of town and eats there, I'm like, like this fucker, he doesn't know. They don't know about that local bullshit. You know, they're they're just getting paid a shit ton of money to fucking eat. They have no idea. I mean, none of us do. I bet all of us have been to a restaurant or a bar in a city that we were visiting and didn't know that some shady shit happened there. Because why would we? We're not from there. Yeah. 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 Yeah, There's brief fuck things that happen there. (laughs) Oh, for sure. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I fell down a like a Reddit rabbit hole, like reading about all of it. Oh yeah. People were posting screenshots and like everything. They were deleting stuff, and then you're. It's like, well, I got screenshots, I got receipts, and you that's know. the worst thing you can do. Well, I started working, so I started working at. Uh, I worked at this uh, this like Mediterranean Chipotle. They opened one up on the on the east side of Cleveland. I Brassica? worked there. Yeah, I worked at Brassica. Oh, I thought like, oh is that med- how you say it? Okay. Yeah, Brassica, Brassica. Brassica. It might be. It's a g- incredible, incredible it's food. amazing. But I was like, uh, am, do I have to hate that now? No. Okay. Well, there <laughs> was, was some like, questions. There was there was one. Uh, so I went down a rabbit a Reddit rabbit hole. I was working there. I was just like delivery driving. It was like you know oh, okay. side money. Yeah. And so so I'm working there, and then one of the cooks or one of the people that just working there is like, hey, have you heard about the shit that happened in Columbus? And I was like, no. And she's like. Look it up on Reddit. There's a whole thread. Oh. And because because she knew I did comedy, I think she maybe wanted me to like do jokes about it. Yeah. But then I start looking up at it, and it's like it was during like George George Floyd, like after oh. George Floyd died, and uh, uh, well, got murdered, but uh, it's better wording. But uh, so I guess there were there were there were people like at the restaurant, and then there was a, a like a young black kid who was giving them their food. And they were talking about like, yeah, it was right. It was good that George Floyd got like murdered or something, or, or something. And the kids like, hey, uh, you shouldn't be talking like that. And they were just like, well, we know we don't care. You're just serving us our food. Uh. So then the kid went to management and was like, hey, they these people said that thing. Yeah. And the management's like, well, they're our customers, so you're just gonna have to put up with it. <laughs> and the kids like, oh, I don't want to be here. And like. And like workers, other workers found out. So the management, I guess, went like, "Hey, well, so this happened. If you guys don't want to show up, if you guys don't want to show up to work, you're all right not to show up." And then next thing you know, there were inside protests at the at the establishment. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that, I was like working there. I was like, "Oh, this is not good." And I'm working here right now. I'm kind yeah. of because you could tell management was kind of the management I had was all they were like really nice people, mm-hmm. but you could tell they were kind of on like they were all just like. Hello, everyone. Well, it was like kind of robotic in that aspect. And you could tell because the corporate guy, I met a corporate guy there. He fucking sucked. So you could kind of tell corporate was putting shit on them. Hey, someone fucked up that it's never happening again. Uh, But they never brought it up. I asked someone about it. I asked a manager about it. And he just kind of just like looked at me. You know the movie Get Out? Yeah. When, when he's talking to the one girl <laughs> when he's talking to the one woman and she's like yeah. he's like crying the dude he's crying but yeah. he's like not saying anything that's how it kind of felt like and i was like i think i need to get out <laughs> yeah yeah that it's also rough for the people that work there like like think about like like uh uh chick-fil-a 
mm-hmm. you know how many people have gone to chick-fil-a and like protest and there's people probably don't even know what the hell the protest is about and it's like dude i gotta pay my rent you know it's yeah. it, it's it's kind of a slippery slope sometimes you know you don't want to you if there are issues with some of the policies you got to make sure that some of it's directed toward you know the people actually making the policies yeah. some people just kind of need to pay their bills i don't even know it's if i don't even know if i'm at a chick-fil-a because how many times i go in there there's a gay kid working i'm like yeah i mean they, 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 that's they, what i mean about them not even knowing yeah i mean like ah, the I gay dude's like, just like sweet we're all like, close they Sundays. are paying <laughs> the gay youth so i'm just like maybe i should get this overpriced chicken sandwich yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've only been there like twice in my life we can all calm down it's not that good <laughs> it's like nah. raising canes like pump the brakes <laughs> it's kind of gross <laughs> yeah kind of got to be a little drunk for it i need to be yeah. a hammer drunk for that for canes or for well for food? especially for like where i am yeah. like i mean for me to go to canes i assume everywhere else is closed or burned Damn, down i might get yeah. some canes i have a lot those. of options but my he likes it i like guthrie's it's in the steel yard. Where's that? It's in the steel. You go to steel yard. I I love me some steel yard. I fucking that's my fucking place. I've been doing a joke and it's a real you thing. You go to steel yard. I got really. Anytime I get really depressed, I honestly go to steel yard and I just sit there and I just like it. it makes me realize that life's better. Like I'm I, not living that bad of a life. I a hundred percent. I a hundred percent agree with that. Right before you guys came over, I got a very funny message from somebody and I immediately started thinking, that's how you feel successful. Yeah. You have unsuccessful friends. Yeah. Because sometimes I just need a win. <laughs> and I, I go to Steelyard. Yeah. yeah. Anytime. I'm going to Cedar Point when you need, like, you know, a little boost. Yeah. You go and you go to, you're like, all right, I'm doing all yeah. right. Yeah. If, if I or, like, someone... going to the beach, but going to, like, a beach in, like, Parma. Like, I'm going to look jacked there. Is there a beach <laughs> <Yeah>. in Parma? <laughs> yeah. You, if, if, you, if you ever feel really depressed, go to the most depressing place, and then you'll put shit into perspective. Yeah. Right. It, it's yeah. like anytime, like, some, like, like my old roommate Brett Thomas, he's a super funny comic. He didn't do this intentionally. He's not an asshole, but I was like, yeah, like someone died in my life, and I was like, yeah, I don't know how to deal with it. And he's like, well, my parents died when I was ten, and I was just like, well, fuck me now, God, that's not. <laughs> I guess I'm not allowed to be sad. This was the uncle I didn't really talk to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, damn. That's what son. it is, man. Sometimes you need a win. And if that win comes by default, I'll take it, man. Yeah. If it's default because everyone else fucking sucks, <laughs> I'm like, things ain't going that bad but, for me. But Guthrie's and Steelyard is, it's like Cane's. It's better. For chicken? But, but is it yeah, they, for got, chicken? they got, it's pretty much Cane's except they have an actual piece of like bread that's toasted. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Like Texas toast? Yeah. It's, that's it, legit. It, 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 it's, it's Texas toast, but it looks like a piece of bread. Jesus, Roscoe. Okay. Isn't know. that like Cane's, like their toast, it's like kind of toasted, but it's mostly just bread on the Yeah, side? but, but if you, Cane's does the bread visually a little better than Guthrie's. Oh, okay. But Guthrie's, it's that, if you ever see the steel yard, it's that place attached to the Chipotle down there, right in the middle. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. it's like, like a Taco Bell, like a Taco Bell Arthur Treacher's yeah, type yeah. hybrid. Uh, you know, I, I, I think more uh, John Silver's and Pizza Long John Hut. Silver's. That's what I meant. Long John Silver's. They all combine that, and they also. I mean, they're corporate, but they do it like they they mix together. Like, hey, let's see if this can work out. Let's do some, let's do some business. Collab. That's actually yeah. kind of why I asked you about the collabing with other businesses because yeah. I think that some of it is really, really brilliant. Maybe I'll do something with Long John Silver. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
if I go in your store in a couple weeks and there's like a long john silver hoodie i'm buying it i mean don't give i'd me be like ideas. not only is i'm this a great hoodie but i'm super hungry right now yeah. so it works on both levels you know how you go into a target and there's a little pizza Hut express oh, your dude. place is gonna be like hey john silver's express yeah. i've on multiple occasions gotten breadsticks at target from the pizza Hut yeah express. and then got a coffee yeah yeah from starbucks yeah. yeah yeah like my wife would just be like oh, i'm gonna walk around i gotta pick up some shit i'm like cool i'm gonna get breadsticks yeah <laughs> take your time <laughs> might get another round you know, like, sorry i just realized we were just like yeah we're talking with small business let's talk about big business <laughs> yeah let's talk about chains let's talk about our competition <laughs> Tarjay. people are gonna squash me yeah no i like it. i like i think it. you're in a good city and spot for that not to be the case yeah um people especially have i think i think here. even more in the last couple of years that's, be, that's become more of a focus for people mm-hmm. is to we talked about like the the, the restaurants kind of uh, i, I the, the the one that was the most amazing but not surprising to me was uh lindsay at flight cleveland yeah she was like i she was like i was so happy that people Thank God everyone was drunk all the time, and they would always come to my shop to get wine. Yeah, she was like they were, they made it a point to do that. Like, and I'm like that's awesome. And that is and awesome. a lot of people yeah. that we talked to said the same thing. Like, just mm-hmm. they made sure that if you're gonna order pizza, you're gonna go to you know a Harlow's versus a Little Caesars or something like that. You know, you're going right. to that local place. Right. And I I think that you're, I think that that sentiment has grown the last couple of years. And it's going to continue. And again, I think you're in a good spot, and I think you're in a good city for that. Cleveland's a big city, but it's not a gigantic city. Right. You know, I think people are. I think people will dig that. Everyone's like six degrees of separation from each other in a weird way. Oh, very much. So, yeah. Very yeah, much. It's it's really interesting. I think that's the best part about having a store is that you know I've had customers that I've gotten to know through the years, but maybe not on a intimate level or more personal level. And now I can have people stop in and talk to myself or talk to my mom. She's one of my employees. She's the best. And The um, tides have turned. I know, right? I'm like, you work for me. But, no, she's great. Oh, and do like, we open at 9 or 10, Mom? Yeah. Get there at fucking 9. Yeah. And, no, I, and yes, I clean my room. Yeah. <laughs> I love in your scenario, she's still living with her. No, no, just, no. <laughs> no moms are checking up. They're like, did you clean your room tonight? <laughs> And you're She's just like on top of it. Yeah. That's a problem that we're going to talk about at home. Currently, yeah. you're in my store. Yeah. <laughs> Stock the yeah, shelves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get them end caps ready, mom. Yeah, it's all about the end caps. <laughs> but people can share, you know, their own stories or their experiences, like sure. with us in person, and we can have those personal connections, and that's so great. And you see people come in, like we'll have repeat customers, and you just get to know them, and it's it's so nice. And it's like yeah. an organic get to know them. You're not just like, oh, oh, you've been here a lot. You're like, no, you've been here a lot. That's really cool. Yeah, and we know, like, you know, we'll have people come in who have talked about personal things, and then the next time they come in, they're like, I finally quit my job. I was talking with you about that a couple weeks ago. And it's like you get invested in, you know, just knowing who your customer is, and I mm-hmm. think those relationships just – help to solidify that bond and that loyalty and um yeah, and belief in really like your great. product too and everything yeah. Every, everybody goes to places that they like yeah they, the the people will always do that and again spot city 
I think it's even more for us. Mm-hmm. That's why I go People to Sears are... Walmart. I do secretly like it. Yeah. <laughs> There's something about it. There's yeah. something about watching it's that some it factor. Watching some grown man steal a microwave and the greeters like, "Have a good day." It's yeah. just it's come again. Who am I yeah, kidding? Of again. course you will. He's like, "I'll be back, bitch." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I've always stuck with uh, Skull versus Redman. Yeah. By the way, Redman's not called Redman anymore. What is it? It's called America's Best. They really? changed the name, yeah. Why? Uh, because uh, they didn't want to use uh, Native Americans. It was too offensive. Is that what it meant? Uh, uh, yeah, they had a Native American on it. Like, with, oh. like he had the, what's it called? You caught uh, me. I'm actually not really that into well, I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was really funny. I'm so happy you brought that up because I thought it was really funny. Like, we're changing our names because it's offensive to Native Americans. I was like, your whole brand's offensive because it's killing people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll change the name, but yeah. we're, we're cool with the mouth cancer. Yeah. yeah, that's totally fine. I don't think Native Americans are mad that you put the, I think they just want the, the, their land back. I think that's what's happening. Just maybe. <laughs> yeah, they're sitting around like, you can keep Yellowstone, man, but just stop putting this cancer shit on us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't want to be associated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I guess. Well, again, I, I you haven't. Di- I don't. Know. I haven't dipped that either. But I mean, I, I you just know saw what we it should randomly. do. I, this would be great. A, a good next episode. And you can bring your, your husband for this too. Why don't we all sit around? Yeah. and just dip and see how we feel? I'm bringing, we're bringing, I'm bringing some grizzly, grizzly wintergreen. <laughs> I'm gonna bring some harsh shit. Like I'm gonna go to West Virginia to get like local crap. Yeah. <laughs> and bring it back here. I'll and bring like, the cloves. Yeah. You know. He'll bring the cloves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they do have a spit. They have spittoons. I did. I tried to get back in the dipping like two and a half years ago. I think it was COVID, and they have spittoons. They look like big, uh, like uh, big mugs, like big, like long coffee mugs. But except on top, it's like a little. You know uh, when you go to water parks and there's that ride where you sp- like uh, it's like a tube ride and it's a f- seats like six people and it goes down this long course yeah. and at the end it kind of looks like a like a like a like a like a toilet. You know what I mean? And there's like a little hole, and you spin around the toilet, then you go in, then you kind of slide drop into the water, and then the ride's over. A spittoon's like that. It's like a little like inverted V with a little hole, and huh. it is absolutely disgusting. Because I forgot I used it, and I didn't clean it. All right. I, I want to switch the episode. I don't want to do a chew I want to go to whatever water park you're going to. You've never been to those the water spittoon parks? spittoon water park. Yeah, spittoon water park. <laughs> the you spittoon to- toilet water park. You ever been to Cedar Point where everyone pees in the pool and it's a part of the experience? I've been to a pool <laughs> where everyone does it. I mean... You've never been in the V? Like, it's like a big tube and it so. goes like... No. I, oh, I, well, I was with you until like, the circular toilet. Well, it looks like a little toilet bowl and you like spin like down in the tube... You, I, I'll show you a picture. You guys have, I don't let's know if you've ever seen trip. this. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, it's summertime. There's well, one you'll at feel Kalahari. better about yourself, too. We'll go to Cedar Point and you'll get a confidence boost. Yeah. Oh, my like, God. We can all get season passes. I'll be shirtless standing next to people like, you fat piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know they used to have uh, at Cedar Point and uh, like Yaga Lake? They have like office parties there. Oh, really? I went to one when I was like a 10 or something. Oh, man. I thought those were fucking You know those killer. pavilions they have like behind some of the yeah, rides? Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are like meant for like private parties. I really wanted to do this when I was in, in high school, like late in high school, like early college. I wanted to spend a summer working at Cedar Point because I heard the parties were crazy. <laughs> That's it. Like at the end of every. Geauga Lake. He had an oh, internship at Geauga Lake, so you can interview him about that. Yeah. Sorry, so Grog Shop. Geauga Lake yeah. one up you. Oh, I would have totally interned at Geauga Lake. Yeah. Did he, did he like it? I think so. I think it was like he was doing kind of more technical stuff. Um, I don't want to say like marketing and 
I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. But it, it wasn't like he was running the ride. Yeah, he, he wasn't, like, guessing people's ages. That, no. suits. Yeah. He's like, you are this tall, or you have to be this tall to ride. Yeah, <laughs> see, I would have been one of those people that was running the rides. Like, give us a smash, 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 Oh, hell yeah. I used to do that when I worked at the I grocery store. That. I would be on the phone, and sometimes I would, I was like, is the main manager there? They're like, no. And I would just, like, say, like, movie quotes, like, on the live speaker. The one time I was like, yeah, Brandon Day, uh, you're stupid. <laughs> I would just, I would hang it up, and I'd be like, I just did something wrong. I shouldn't yeah. yell that. I would do that, that family guy, like, that family guy cutaway when uh, Meg is at the, uh, is at the carnival, and, like, she walks up to the guest you're waiting, and the guy's like, a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be that guy that only had that job for one day. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, "We're gonna, you're gonna be more behind the scenes." Yeah, but you can still come to the parties, and that's all I cared about. That's cool. He had an intern. I know someone. My oh, yeah. buddy dated awesome. a girl that worked at Cedar Point, okay. and she was doing the ride shit. And oh, she, okay. I think she's like twenty three. Maybe okay. 24, but she just quit because at a certain age, she was like, I don't want to be flipping this switch anymore. Yeah. There is. There, there's jobs. There's jobs. There's places. Like Forward Nightclub has like a, they should have an age limit. Oh, it's like, I mean, no, you shouldn't be this old. Like off. What's that? Oh, like a height limit? No, no. Like an age limit. You should go to Ford when you're 21 and probably stop when you're oh, 26 yeah. tops. Yeah, I'm too old to go there. I, went, yeah, there, you I are. went there last year and I when was you, 26. When you're closer to 30 than you are to 20, you got to stop going to that. Yeah. Because I know people that still go there. Unless you're a DJ, then you're working. Sure. You also have a different <laughs> lifestyle, I think, too. Like, if you're a DJ, you took turns I never took. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> you took a bunch of turns. Yeah. yeah. You took a bunch of turns and weren't looking. Wicked, oh, wicked. No. I know. Yeah. I tried to go there once, like, I don't know, it was one night for my birthday several years ago, and it was like a $20 cover, and... I don't go there to any $20 covers. No. I don't care. No. Like, I mean, we didn't know it was a $20 cover. We were just oh, yeah, like, we're yeah. in the flats, like, we're going to go, you know, let's do something, and, you know, we ended up at Shooters because they had no cover, and I was yeah. like, I haven't been to Shooters since I was eight, uh, <laughs> but this is a different experience because I'm not having, like, a basket of fries, like, I'm going here to party... Yeah. And they had a, a DJ like out in the back. On I that just, little stage? Yes. It looks and like I a pavilion like, stage. Yes. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, we had a good time, but I was just like, I can't believe I'm at Shooters right now. And, like, <laughs> do people come here? And they really still do. They have I mean, no hat policy. You know, it, and it hurts when you when you start having that internal monologue. Like, you're in a place, you're like, I don't think I should be here. No. I did that. I went to a bachelor party. I went to Ford one time in the daytime. Oh. And it was for a bachelor party. Talk about pee in the pool. <laughs> waka waka. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I totally peed in the pool. <laughs> Who doesn't? I wasn't even in the pool. I just <laughs> stood above it. <laughs> no, um, now, he's in, five, now he's not yeah. on 500 feet within a school. Yeah. <laughs> or the pool. <laughs> or the pool. But I was, I didn't know what it, what it was. Like, we don't really go down there. Like, we, we like, you know, obviously Lakewood and Tremont, Ohio City, all that stuff. Like, downtown is... Not something we do a lot, and we never go down there. Yeah. And we can't anymore because apparently it all burned down. <laughs> but the um, my, during this whole time, it was like 30 like people that I went to college with, and they were all, and there was an FWD at the beginning of every single mm. email, and I'm just like, morons, just hit reply all. You don't have to keep forwarding it. To every, I really thought that was the email. Oh, boy. I didn't know what it was. And then I went there, and I'm just like, hoop, this is dumb. Like, hoop, and I'm. We don't we when I say it was at a bachelor party, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Like I was probably thirty eight 
which is way too old to be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, way too. You're about fucking ten old. years late, buddy. And it was, it wasn't that bad in the daytime because there weren't that many people there. But it, it had all the, you know, kind of like the the d bag type signs. The people, I, if Jersey Shore was like having totally. its first season yeah. today, they'd and be if like, it, and Dude. if it was basically like it had all the signs. Yeah. They're like, we're going to get bottle service. I'm like, cool. And then they bring you Jaeger. I'm like, it's not bottle service. <laughs> Jaeger, it's not Jaeger. It's not bottle service if I had it when I was a sophomore in high school. This isn't luxurious. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's $250. It's I'm like, this water. is stupid. Why are we... We paid $250 for poolside Jaeger? I do, I do <laughs> yeah. have to say something. And that's what... And then after a while, I was like, I'm... We can go now. Yeah. And uh, thank God we finally did. Because then as the day progressed, it got much worse. And then I was like, I really, I shouldn't be here. (laughs) And it was very, very awkward. I I went through, I went to like clubbing because my my girlfriend wanted to go clubbing and a couple of her friends and also my buddy's a DJ. So I did go clubbing last summer. Mm -hmm. Like, and like springish. 27. So you're on the border. You're on the border. I did realize that if you get bottle service... With a certain amount of people, um, you actually save a shit ton of money than just buying drinks. That is a hundred percent true. I I agree with you, and mathematically it does work out. But I would rather ridiculous. pay for the entire bottle myself than and, not pay two hundred fifty dollars oh, totally. between fifteen people at a pool for oh, Jaeger. Oh, te- ten people! <laughs> ten people! It was like a thousand dollars. So oh. it's ten, but it's ten people. Right. So everyone just pays a hundred dollars, and then you just—I mean, you're drinks. spending hundred dollars on drinks, which is a lot. But throughout the night, you kind of just being like—I mean, you'll get like fucking a beer and a shot, and it's like eighteen dollars, and you're like, damn, I just spent a quarter of that getting one fucking drink. But yeah. so you're there for like five rounds. It's really not rounds. that bad for a night. Of it's drinking. really yeah. not, and plus no. you do kind of feel better than people. Uh, I'll be honest, like when you <laughs> are they in bring VIP, it out with the sparklers and like the sign, and they're like, yeah. "You're rich." Oh, like, <laughs> oh not I mean, that too. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> you're rich. That's so funny. Yeah. I didn't even. I didn't even think of that. You're better than everybody. <laughs> I thought of the fact that because people would like, I was like, vaping. "What is this fucking chichis? Would you yeah, put those away?" It, sombrero. It like, was my girlfriend's birthday, and we're not clubbers. Like, we don't club, but we went there, and then it's like the clubs. It was at this place, Dante. Oh, um, I like Dante. Yeah, yeah. Dante. So we were at, like, at, like, on the stage, like, there's a VIP, like, stage, and then there's the VIP, and this, I was vaping, and this was in, and also, this was, this was last year, 2021, mm-hmm. like, the summer. So this is o- Omicron was happening, I believe, at this point. And so, so uh, we're all drinking. That was the summer. Yeah, we're all time. drinking, and also we also kind of don't want to be there. There's still mild, mildly a mask mandate, so we got VIP, and it was good because like, okay, we are separated from everybody. This kid sits next to me, and he goes, "Hey, well, it's like an hour left," and he's like, "Till they close." He's like, "Hey, man, if like we give you some money, like we can just hang out here if you guys are gonna leave." Yeah. And we're like, "Well, no, well, we already paid for this," and he's like, "Well." We can hook you guys up. Hook up. Hook me up with what? And he's like trying to. It was just this like twenty-two-year-old kid just trying to be like, I'm a fucking genius. I went to I went to Kent State for business. Like he was that dude. Okay, easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, at this point, why turn back? Well, no, yeah. but no. <laughs> no, but he he was just that that arrogant like like freshly adult kid. Yeah. 
Um, and he and he was just like all this shit. I was like, hey, sorry, no, I'm with the group. Uh, I'm not a spokesperson. They're all saying no, so no. And he's like, all right, well, he kind of got disappointed. And he's like, hey, well, can I hit your vape? And I looked at him, and I was like, dude, COVID's still a thing, man. That's why I'm a VIP. And he was like, also, we're not fucking yeah. better. And he was like, dude, and he's like, fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> and he's like, you fucking bitch. And I was like, get out of here. And I start shit talking. I was like, get out of here, you civilian. Yeah. <laughs> we're hitting a VIP. Look at this bottle. I'm going to drink it. You can't. <laughs> I treated him like a child, and it was wonderful. That's also, I don't think I can be outside past 10 p.m. because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to run into that person. Right? Yeah, because I don't have good, I don't have good rational I don't yeah. have good rationalization when I encounter someone like that. Yeah. it's all going to come off very mocking. <laughs> yeah. like, really, really, it's it not turned gonna, into that. There's not going to be any rational discussions about. It. I don't think you should come here. I'm going to be like, you should grow up, and your dad doesn't like you. Yeah. You know, it's it's. <laughs> It's going to go below the belt real quick. <laughs> Wait, did you go to Kent State for business? No. Okay, Fashion. good. Because so, I wasn't making fun of you, and then I was like, oh, I mentioned Kent State. You're like, hey, now watch your fucking mouth. Just Kent State in general. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. General <laughs> studies. No, we used to make fun of the kids who came to Kent State for business school. <laughs> like, we were all the creative people, and we were like, you came here for business? Like, yeah. I don't well, know. Well, this is kind of actually a good design yeah, program. very, very strong. Yeah. Okay. So we would make fun yeah, of see, like, we saved the business it. kids. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, we saved we're it. like, you don't have... Like, you don't even have homework. Like, you guys aren't even trying. <laughs> you like, were the really smart, like, sophisticated, like, just shit talkers. <laughs> yeah, they really, yeah, it was not, we used to just make fun of them. Like, they had so much free time, and we had no free time. It was, like, a completely different situation. That was yeah. me at John Carroll. Yeah. Did you do business at John Carroll? Fuck no. <laughs> John Carroll's a very hot, very good, very tough business school. Mm -hmm. I was like, that is not for me. Yeah. I was a communications major. Ah, Which yeah. I still don't know what it is. <laughs> Hence my free time. It's right now. You're yeah, communicating. Yeah, you're communicating, yeah. yeah. This is a podcast. Hence my you got free it. time. Mm -hmm. Well, they're like, well, you give a lot of speeches and things like that. I'm like, oh, cool. Oh. Well, I'm good at that. So that sounds pretty easy. I feel like I've already graduated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to you right now. Yeah. Not a whole lot of thought in terms of my future when I was 18. I was like, I need very little math and a whole lot of talking. I don't think most people, most 18-year-olds are like, I want to know what I want to do. No. Yeah. It's like, how can you make that decision? It's it's crazy to think. When you come across yeah. someone that, that does, don't you just mm -hmm. want to knock them out? <laughs> wait, wait, say it again. When you come across someone that does know what they want to do, hey. don't you just want to knock them out? Yeah, they rub it in. Every time, like in college, when they're like, pre med, I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? It's not gonna work. Yeah. I've done the math. Someone else did the math. Yeah. Because <laughs> you were drinking. Yeah. Because I was way too drunk. <laughs> and someone put a letter in front of that math. I was so confused. When, you, when I was 18, and they were like, I, I do remember that thought of when I was a kid. Because there's that's a whole thing I think a lot of people remember when they, like, you remember that struggle of, like, fuck, I don't know what I want to do. Do other people know what they want to do? And other people were so sure about it. And they'd be like, yeah, I'm doing this. And I really want to do it. I'm like, okay. Yeah. You're all. That's also the type of person that's like really smart, and they're like, "Oh my god, I totally failed that test," <laughs> and you know that bitch got an A. You know, oh. you know. Oh yeah, you do. You know but that I, dude I would, got I would an run a. into this. Like I, I remember, like uh, uh, other guys on the basketball team. All those fuckers knew what they wanted to do, and it was horribly frustrating. Yeah. Like when I was a freshman, I was. I was. I, it was a, he was a nice guy. But he was just like, yeah, yeah, going into accounting. There's this accounting firm in, uh, you know, in downtown Cleveland. I really, really want to internship with him. Maybe I can. And he had this this ten year plan. If we were near a body of water, I would have pushed him in it. <laughs> I was so. If we were near a pool, I would have pushed him in the pool. Just because I'm like, this is terrifying that you're saying this, mm -hmm. and because you know all these things, and like I don't even know most of the words he said. <laughs> like we didn't have Google back then, but like I was like. 
I was like writing shit down, like I'm gonna look all this up later, and then we'll talk again. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's that was always a frustrating thing. That's why I yeah. asked you about like when you started getting toward the end of college. Sure. You know, did you have that same horrifying anxiety that I have not shook? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, there's so many different directions you can take, so it's like you just don't know, and a lot of it is geared around what kind of job you can get, and that can set you on any different type of course. So it's like. You know, there's a lot of different things you can do with a graphic design degree. And depending on what your internship or your next job is, you're like worried, like, well, if I take this job and it's not quite exactly what I want to do, is that going to set me on a course for the rest of my life where then I have, you know, this field that I'm in where I become labeled as a specialist in this one area and I don't want to be here. Like, I don't, you know, it's Mm -hmm. temporary. And so you have all this anxiety built around it. You know, and you don't how, know how, and, and, and most kids, it's, again, it's like even the decision-making aspect of like, I'm not used to making adult decisions. Yeah. And you don't know what kind of impact it's going to have on your life or not, because you don't realize like, hey, if I zoom out, this job that I take for one year when I'm 21 isn't going to affect the course of my life. Yeah. But in that moment, it's the biggest you thing. Everything. You don't right? know. It's your first big job. And you're like, yeah. you know, you think it's going to put you in this one thing and you don't realize how big and long your life and professional career will be and you can change your mind at any time and the world has only gotten more flexible with that so it's like at that in that time you just you put so much pressure on yourself you you don't know you You don't know what you don't know no you really don't do you think that's actually like a uh like a gen like a not 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 generational like so everyone says their 20s 30s and like 40s already like I, i'm not in my 40s or 30s so i don't know but i can even well, tell good the for pro- you yeah, they- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i mean yeah. goodbye congrats on your, yeah. congrats on your success yeah. you were born later i was yeah. born in 94 <laughs> way to work hard <laughs> but like but like i think that's a generational thing that like i i you can't, I can't talk to people my age about that because i don't think they like fully grasp that that mm-hmm. conversation the fact that like my early 20s were are completely different from my mid-20s and I'm 27, about to be 28, so you could say I'm on my, like, two years ago feels like it was 10 years ago. Yeah. And maybe that was COVID, maybe that was just, like, a mature process, the maturing process. But, I mean, even, like, what? Because, again, when you're 21 and you have your first job, like, you're like, oh, man, if I fuck this up, I'm fucked forever. And, Uh like, when you're younger, you're more focused on the future. And kind of the older you get, you, like, I focus more on the present now than I ever did. Definitely. Like, throughout the years. I don't know if it was, like, was it like that for you? Like, did you grasp that? And especially starting your own business. Like, now you're you're obviously focused on the future, but, like, the present matters just as much. It definitely does, yeah. I used to think, like, ten steps ahead. You know, like, when I graduated and I was looking for a job, you're thinking so long-term and so big-picture. And now that you're in, quote-unquote, your future, like, you know that there's more ahead, but you're really focused on you know, achieving those goals and success within a shorter period of time. Yep. And I don't know if too, if that's also part of like the effects of COVID and like living in the moment and knowing that things can change at any moment. It's like, you want to make sure that you're moving towards those short term goals and making yourself happy in the yep. moment. Like that's so important. I think that in the moment joy and feeling fulfilled, whatever it takes to make that happen for you, you just want it to happen. Yeah. That's what I think think we learned the most in the last two years. I think as a whole, as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. Being present is so important. And like things, like I said, can change so quickly. And, um, the only thing that you can control is kind of the here and now. So, you know, you don't want to get ahead of yourself and thinking what the future can be because I mean, we lived through what would we'd consider maybe an unimaginable future event and we couldn't have, 
put those pieces together, imagine that that would happen. And not that you want to imagine that it could happen again, but um, I think you just know there's so much that's out of your control. So all you want to do is just kind of focus on the present and making sure that you feel fulfilled and then just nurturing those relationships and what's important in your life, you know, friendships, family, kind of that thing, your community. Totally. Well, being so focused on the present, best time to ask this question, where do you see this in the future? (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? I don't want to think about it. (laughs) Well, then just lie to us. I'm living in the moment. (laughs) I mean, like if you, you know, I'm not talking maybe 10 years down the road, like in a year, like do, do you have goals for this or is, is it really just and it's i think it's a more common answer now with most people that we talk to it's just like it's not that i'm not worried about a year from now but it's in my view but i'm too kind of caught up in what's going on now like what yeah. what, what, what how do you having your own business like mm-hmm. how do you kind of balance those two and like where do you see it going yeah it's like you want to think about it because you need to plan ahead but at the same time i think there's more of a fluidity to things now than there used to be you can kind of allow things to unfold um as they will so i mean ultimately we kind of know when you know when you have a brick and mortar shop like at what point our lease will end whether we have the ability to stay or if we want to find another space like that's still very open um but we've definitely found a lot of benefits to having the physical space. So we know we want to keep that going, um, grow the online space. And, you know, I have a lot of national customers, but I think increasing that national customer base and kind of tapping into other markets is kind of where we'll probably lean into in the next year or two. Um, you know, and maybe at some point that would mean another location in the future or just growing my team, I think, too. Like, it's all been on me for so long. So learning how to delegate and just grow a team and be like an employer, which is so crazy, but that's kind of, I think what the next like growth step would be. No getting around it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's unfortunate. I mean, it's some of the brains got to get let go. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm a little bit type a in that sense where I've been doing everything myself for so long that it's really hard to be like, okay, like you can handle this and hopefully it'll work out. But it has to happen, you know. You you know your limits on I everything. Yeah, and I'm I'm definitely I'm there. I'm getting there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. So yeah, and I think, but the, there's another positive thing to that too is that you know you can't always create greatness in a vacuum. You need other people's opinions and you need different perspectives. So that's a really positive thing I think about just bringing more people into it leading a charge you need to have a uh, you need to be open-minded to ways to venture out to fix mistakes and to make every just make everything better pretty much there's a better way to say it but i don't know yeah like i don't know everything you know i don't know everything and i don't know what i don't know like you said and it's so helpful for other people to bring their perspective and their ideas and just be open to that yeah i've been so i've been doing that secret society show and it's me, my buddy David, and my buddy Jeremy. We're all comedians. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, we've all, me and David have done a lot of shows together. And Jeremy has never really ran a show. Um, but he, he ran one show, but he was so new to it that it was, it, it's different, you know. Um, but we even, there, there's a continuous thing that where I tell them, obviously, like every time we have meetings, because uh, we'll talk about the show. It's every Saturday, so we we try to stay up to date on the lineups and like all the little stuff people don't think about. Mm-hmm. And every time I try to let them know, hey guys, if I'm feeling some type of way about us, I'm gonna tell you guys straight up. 
because I don't want you. You see in any type of business, not even comedy, you see people that work together that are business partners. They hold shit in. There's forms of resentment. They bust out, and I'm like, hey, I just want to let all you guys know stuff because we work. To, we're friends, and we also work together. So if one of us has a problem, we need to be there to back each other up. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of I saw. I feel like uh, a lot of businesses. Um, sometimes forget that but i know most businesses that is something i've been told with people that have businesses it's just hey you know you need to help each other out like in more ways than one and it seems like you're doing that so that's really cool yeah i think having like that collaborative feeling and that line of communication and just being open to other people's feedback is so important yeah. and like not thinking that you have to rely on yourself for everything yeah mm -hmm. that teamwork shit for Good. Sure. Uh, glad you're open to feedback. Brian and I have a lot of suggestions for your store. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, we need more end caps. Yeah, more end caps. More end caps. Yeah, mainly the location. Also, the walls this is not working for us. No. Um, we want, we're envisioning more of a tent. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I want, my, I want my face on everything. Okay. Yeah, there isn't a single brian hat there it's very yeah. strange yeah. but i mean hey you're 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 early you're starting out it's only been 10 years yeah, yeah. <laughs> so where uh where can everybody find your stuff um well you can find us at shoresociety.com so you can shop online we also do free in-store pickup <gasps> so if you want to order online and reserve it you can come into the store hit a nerve with brian <gasps> yeah <gasps> finally free in-store pickup. In pickup fuck you still at walmart i got a new place in town <laughs> uh yeah if you want we'll bring it out to your car if you really want um, and then you can find us on Instagram at Shore Society, and you know we're dabbling in TikTok a little bit. So if you want to follow us on TikTok, we're on there. We too. will. We're dabbling Please TikTok do. too, and I mean we are the definition of dabble in TikTok. Definitely. Yeah. Same. It's just Roscoe <laughs> running around the basement. Yeah. <laughs> I, I made one TikTok. Did you, did you see last week? Yeah. There's that video. I don't know. Have you seen the video? It came, came out like probably three weeks ago from this coming out. But there's a video of this girl's like, "Hey, I learned from my Pilates instructor. This is how you make a healthy Coke." Did you oh, ever I've see the healthy? I've seen that with the balsamic vinegar. Yeah, but so yeah. I made a video exactly like that, except I replaced balsamic vinegar with uh, uh, salsa, and <laughs> and Dude, it, he it, drank it. Yeah, and I drank it, and I sold it like a motherfucker. I was just like, oh, it tastes exactly like Coke. Oh, and then my. when I got done recording it, I threw up for five minutes. I believe it. Just followed you on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'll you, you on threw TikTok. up. That was very. I that was hard it was to disgusting. watch. Disgusting. It was very hard. to I watch I sold that. it though. No, it was good. <laughs> I mean, it was good. I'm like, I'm, I'll never do it. But like, you, you did it. I was it. like, I can't believe it didn't flinch. You should try it. Like, it actually tastes uh, exactly like Coke. Hard okay, pass. Okay, cool. I'll just, I'll just drink I'll record, the. I'll do a duet on TikTok. Like, I'll stitch it or whatever. Yo, please yeah. do that. That'll be fucking Actually, hilarious. I'll stitch it, but mine's just going to be like, just drink a Coke, you idiot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You'll be drinking a Coke the whole <laughs> time. Right, like, right. Like, you know what else tastes totally like Coke? Same. Coke. You should have done. Oh, that video. Actually, I'll do that. You can do that now. I just got to figure out how to stitch. <laughs> I'll teach you how to do it. Literally, my, my TikTok is mainly Roscoe, okay. which uh, I think is doing well. That's going so. Yeah, I'll give you guys a follow. Yeah. Well, good. Well, I'm glad. Uh, yes. Again, thanks for coming on. Yeah, uh, of it, it was awesome talking about your store and then literally talking about anything else that we thought of. This was fun. Um, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I started strong with the emotions and, yeah. and we rocked it. We nailed it. It's true. It. You came out with feelings and you ended with feelings. Yeah. I think we're going to sign important. off and have a good cry. Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. All, gonna, we're, we're all going to have a confident laugh at the end of this. Well, uh, yeah. well, I wanna, well next time we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll, uh, uh, what we should do is uh, let's grab your husband. We'll go do a funny bus with Brian. Yeah, I think it'll be for a sure. lot of fun. We'll bring yeah. him in, and you yeah. guys can talk about John Carroll and oh, yeah, Brian's on the two of us. And <laughs> every we'll single yeah. back he and I'll just sit in the back, like 
Can you believe they think this is cool? Yeah. <laughs> or whatever kind of uppity voice the we choose. The preps versus the regular kids. Yeah, exactly. yeah, the Sherman Street kids. The yeah. Sherman yeah. Street kids. That sounds like a fucking uh, a new toy or a new TV show in the 80, from the 80s. It sounds like the, yeah, it sounds Sherman like the Little Street. Rascals, but like the Sherman Street kids. Yeah. yeah. It's a follow-up to Stranger Things. <laughs> Perfect. Cool. No, this Brian, was a blast. What yeah. do you uh, What do you got coming up? Uh, go to secretsocietycomedy.com uh, or go to Eventbrite Secret Society Comedy. It's every every Saturday at eleven thirty at a different location. Um, with the last show we had, we had uh, Mark Norman, who is one of the greatest. That's awesome. Uh, uh, comics doing it today. Uh, his feature Chris Allen, who's super funny, out of I believe. DC or Virginia, I'm not sure which one, but he's super funny. Right. Brent, Brent Terhoon showed up. Uh, he does all those, uh, all those like this is them damn liberals' fault. It's a whole parody. He's hilarious. <laughs> we had Ron, uh, we had Rand Barnaclo from Cincinnati, and, and we were gonna. We based off this recording, we're probably we have scheduled a few really other special drop-ins like Comedy Central people and everything. So uh, it's every Saturday, and then Funny Bus, Funny Bus Cleveland. Cool. Just look it up and then look. Ask for me. Definitely ask for Brian. I've done the funny bus. It's the fastest and funniest ninety minutes that you'll do in the city. It's really, really a lot of fun. Very cool. Uh, I highly, yeah, highly recommend it. In fact, uh, Chris's parents are coming in town soon. I think we're going to take them on that. Oh yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. So uh, definitely, uh, definitely target them. I'll yeah. point them out. And what do you, what, what about you, Joe? Uh, I don't know. I'm hopefully I eat soon. I'm kind of hungry. Uh, I have, I'm going to go to yoga at the park in the morning. You're doing um, yoga now? I'm trying to strength- We talked about that. I'm trying to strengthen my back because I got hurt like three weeks ago. Yeah. He does um, jiu-jitsu. Oh, wow. Not recently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now it's yoga. Not so much. Currently, I do a yeah. lot of laying around and moaning. and, and uh, I don't know if Icy Hot is a sport. I do a lot of that. Um, but that's what I've been doing. <laughs> but the yoga hopefully is helping. And it's nice. It's at Lakewood Park. It's really, really... It's cool. Right, what t- right there what time the do you do that? 7 a.m. Oh shit! Yeah. So like right around time you're going to bed. You're talking. Oh yeah, like, yeah. That's when I. That's when I start napping. <laughs> yeah, they have a yoga like a, a every when. Well, I mean, I think a couple of days, but the Wednesday one, seven a.m. at Lakewood Park is a lot of fun. You should get the yoga teacher on the pod. I did find one that I want to have on the pod, but it's not this one. <laughs> it's not this one at all. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's it. I don't really do much else. Uh, I could plug my job, but I don't think I want to tell anyone that I have no. this because you know we say bad words. <laughs> um, but that's Fuck, it. Yeah. Thank you again for of coming course. on. Thank really you guys appreciate so it. much. Great conversation. Stop at, it. Stop Very at the funny. shop. Yes. Stop at the shop, please. <laughs> Even though there's no Brian hats. Nope. No. Not cool. yet. That's <laughs> or Jerry hats. <laughs> Jerry hats. <laughs>